today's episode is brought to you by healthy male just about every man over the age of 25 has experienced some sort of erectile dysfunction issue and for some it's more than just occasional guys now you can avoid the time and embarrassment of going to the doctor and getting ed drugs like viagra or cialis by just calling healthy male healthymail.com has been around helping men discreetly for over 20 years and have prescribed almost 3 million prescriptions online there's no need to visit your local gas station and buy some phony snake oil treatment that has zero chance of making any difference y'all don't want to use that mm-hmm. you, you, you don't know what kind of stuff you're putting in your blood you'll be waking up at night with the hives most orders are shipped in a day with discreet packaging right to wherever you are home office hotel vacation destination or even fedex pickup location the best part unlike most companies online there's no subscription service that you have to cancel healthymail.com will only ship your pills when you order them and will never automatically charge your card monthly y'all know y'all be forgetting right now healthy mail is offering to our listeners 20 pills for $49 and that includes a doctor's prescription and free shipping you can order online at www.healthymail.com or just call one eight seven seven four viagra that's one eight seven seven the number 4 and V-I-A-G-R-A and be sure to mention our offer code TBGWT to get the 20 pills for $49 requests for medication are not guaranteed and must be approved by a u.s licensed physician so call one 877 viagra to see if you are eligible and avoid the doctor visits to for your ed once and for all mention our offer code tbgwt i listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot and then one day in the fall of 2008 everything changed in my apartment were jessica and marguerite two women i'd known at that point for a little over a week i'd invited them over to watch one of barack obama's debates against john mccain which was actually a ruse for me to eventually during the commercial break play a vhs tape of me in high school dunking a basketball because jessica didn't believe i could soon (laughs) after they arrived i asked if they wanted something to drink marguerite asked what i had in my fridge i told her kool-aid she scoffed nigga you still drinking kool-aid <laughs> as we've discussed and as the skilled nigga users know nigga is not a word that you use haphazardly with black people you just met it's a term of familiarity not something that you say when answering an innocent question from a nigga you've known for uh, for a week but that nigga used by marguerite articulated exactly how disappointed she was that i was drinking kool-aid and how annoyed she was that i had the audacity to offer it to her basically i was kool-aid shamed so i lied sometimes since intention and the and attempted to provide me an out jessica then asked if i had any bottled water i didn't because because of course i didn't there's literally zero overlap between niggas who drink five gallons of magenta sugar water magenta sugar (laughs) water per day and niggas who keep cases of lukewarm dasani in their cabinets after realizing her homegirl had convinced her to spend an evening in the kool-aid chugging niggas tiny apartment marguerite sighed at jessica rolled her eyes and sat on my couch by the end of that year marguerite's kool-aid shaming had worked i was so embarrassed by her vehement disgust that i gradually weaned myself off the habit within two years it was no longer part of my daily consumption i stopped buying it 
and i would only drink it when i visited my parents hey welcome to oh. the blackout tales podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday and of course um this sunday we have a very special guest again everybody's uh problematic fave is my man justin what's going on uh, what's going on man not uh, much happy holidays to you oh thank you glad you could uh come through yeah man this everybody you know what y'all been bad for christmas so y'all get more of me maybe, yep. maybe y'all will be <laughs> <Bad> santa <laughs> uh, get y'all shit together then. <laughs> right uh also <laughs> this nigga let me in his house two weeks in a row <laughs> um also of course um you know this is the time of the year where people can email us their mailing address and they get christmas cards or mm-hmm. holiday cards whatever you prefer to call them and um yeah we already have a bunch of people doing it i got my first batch done i'm about to mail those out probably tomorrow so people start getting those in the mail the really cool cards this year so uh just email us your mailing address and you can get up on this okay um the excerpt that i started the show with is from um what doesn't kill you makes you blacker by damon young um and the chapter was from the chapter was from his broke where he talks about how when he was broke and struggling and uh you know the judgment that comes with that is you become an adult compared to when you're a kid it's like as a kid you can go out kind of broke but you don't really necessarily know it or you just around other broke people because that's normally that's who you hang out with the people in your media area right but it's not till you get older that you realize like mm, mm, so everybody didn't uh grow up at roseland listen mm. it's that first sleepover you have with one of your friends from school who not from your neighborhood <laughs> when you go to their house and you be like wait so <laughs> they don't have tv sitting on top of tv so wait you got a <laughs> nintendo and a second right <laughs> so what you got an upstairs and a downstairs so wait <laughs> what do you mean borrow a game come I, on you let stuff leave your house why what if it don't come back <laughs> <laughs> right the first person the first time you meet somebody that throw a controller at, at something like they get mad at the game and throw their control you be like <gasps> is your mama gonna jump out of the ceiling and kill us right be like nigga you got a covering that y'all put y'all claws in what yeah. the hell is this i'm a witness to this crime you done threw your voltron across the room my mom would kill me for that look when everybody can have a dinner portion and everybody portion then gets smaller because mm-hmm. you got an extra guest yeah <laughs> come on it's like no we had extra food for you they'll never be people. thinking about it but i like, eat all you want when you find out it's not impolite to ask for seconds like, <laughs> yeah. oh man this macaroni cheese is really good would you like some more what is this a trick question no yeah are you gonna cuss me out like yeah. what's happening here are y'all okay is everyone at the table okay with that uh, i don't want to start no shit but uh yeah, yeah I, it's funny though because um the adult broke though is so different because <laughs> hey. nobody judges a kid if you a kid and you come from you know like you kind of broke or you come from a background where maybe other people have more than you that's not your fault Mm-mm. but people at some point they act like once you become an adult it's your fault like you chose <laughs> right you made bad decisions to decide to be broke while everybody else was balling and especially if you fall in with what people would consider the right crowd but a lot of times it's the wrong crowd where it's like these young black professionals and shit and it's like oh y'all do shit way bigger than me like i I'm, can't afford the ball like yeah that. i, I want to go to a sports bar eat half off chicken wings and watch the game and that was a good night for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying y'all on some like okay so we not hitting up brunch now it's 50 dollars a head to get in i'm like for brunch because i can go to toast 
you know we can go to toast we can all eat for fifty dollars and have unlimited mimosas they're like nah we need to nah, we ain't about that lot. i'm like but then we can't be cool then yeah mm-hmm. like oh you drinking tap water oh i didn't know that was a problem i didn't right because you know there's go, other water yeah that used to trip me out we used to go to the restaurant they'd be like uh yes but you like and they would list like four waters i was thinking shit it's only one water what are we talking about here that and Dasani. what are we talking about That's here? when i hit up that tea this is let me get uh yeah you got the and then i don't know if you ever had to like hide some brokenness from people i've had to do that before well i was going to ask you is it which one is more broke to to get kool-aid or to just be like i'm just drinking this water out the sink see i <laughs> see the thing is uh i think the the water out the sink is less broke to some people because you can make right. like you can make like an argument for why you drink water out the sink correct mm-hmm. but they feel like kool-aid is associated with blackness right and, and poorness associated with poorness so you got to deal with that respectability on it you might just happen to like the kool-aid you know <laughs> not to mention like i mean it takes two years to get off that's what, <laughs> yeah not to mention i mean let's be real you don't be thinking about nutritional content when you drink kool-aid <laughs> like that that's a whole different yeah. thing that you have to learn over the years is somebody hitting you with like you know that ain't nothing but pure sugar and yeah. blah 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 you like what niggas kool-aid what? <laughs> that and then one way and and if they really uh bougie they would judge you but like you don't have a filter you know you don't have a uh what is that what are those things those uh water filter red 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 filter yeah you were like the fuck but is see, this I, I didn't even know like but what's fucked up is on let's flip the other side of it my anti-blackness was thinking all that shit was white shit mm. i'm like nigga you got filter on your water <laughs> drink the normal ass water okay okay mr huxtable okay i see you spent 30 dollars on a fucking picture with water i can turn my tap on and drink the same thing okay rockefeller i guess we we sipping on the purifier hold water. your diamonds up right hey. like i i didn't know i know one thing one level of brokenness is washing your own car Mm-hmm. or paying somebody to detail it yeah your life will forever change <laughs> it took me to 40 Woo. it took me to 41 to have my car get detailed for the first time in my life i had never even thought of doing it <laughs> right let alone let alone having it done and then i was like well shit i might as well do it once just to see what it's like and was like walked out and nigga showed me the inside of the engine like look at this shit i was like you clean that's a thing you can clean i did i've never thought of doing that of all the times i've ever put my hands on my car not once have i been like oh, i should probably go in there and get the engines clean like so luxury you know what i'm saying to me yeah now there's other people that's probably been having their car detailed well, regularly their whole month. life right like it's, yeah like they 30 would, days yeah they would look at me like i ain't shit but they treat that shit like they do the electricity bill up that up got my guy to get my guy to get my car detailed because the thing is for me like like this is my first time this year like a few months ago get my car detailed because at my job it's a dude that comes there and that's all he does he like two days a week he he's there and his whole thing is he washes and details your cars like that's all he does so i was like well like, i check him out because you know people around him been checking him and nigga my car was so shiny it fucking with blind you i was like god damn can you can you <laughs> sh- turn down the shine on this yeah i know when i had, uh got my job out of college um it was just like a regular job paying me like maybe at the time 25 26,000 like not nothing you could ball on but enough to you know pay half the rent um you know what i'm saying keep my car running you know you can eat out every now and then right like you know what i'm saying like it wasn't gonna get me rich i wasn't able to really save nothing or whatever but it was enough to like you know do to do normal shit that i thought was normal go to the movies you know right. 
and then um i made friends with some niggas that like work downtown and they make money money yeah they, totally different experience bro <laughs> they yeah. lived they lived in them bullshits called lofts they be like let's go to uh you trying to go to panthers game what 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 what, what <laughs> we money. money what we getting panthers ticket money well, from yeah well you initially hit them with that uh well how much do tickets cost though like, oh <laughs> bro i used to be that guy the how much yep. i know they got sick of my shit because i <laughs> oh man you know we need to go to vegas what what what's that uh so what that run like what <laughs> that run i mean the plane tickets is cheap oh they cheap okay so the plane tickets is cheap you know what I'm saying? So okay. Like the, okay. The whole, yeah. What we talking about? You talking like, about a two thousand dollar trip, my nigga? Right. They they start putting the numbers together on them hotels and shit, and then gotta bring some money to gamble. Now you know what I'm saying? I walk in. I'm the first thing I'm gonna do put five hundred on black. Yeah, that's that, gonna determine that's my whole low week. Five hundred <laughs> what? Yeah. Like dollars? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You on the ball? You gonna spend some money? Yeah. yeah. They they were big time ballers, and uh, I remember the first time they because they bragged about, oh yeah, we got these lofts downtown. I had never been to a loft in my life, my old country ass so we went into a loft i looked at this but i was like oh nigga i was like right, this is a big ass room with no fucking walls and no goddamn privacy and you paying how much for this bitch no right. no but yeah it's just it was it's a totally experience because that's the other thing if you hang around people that's in your similar bracket i never felt i never thought of myself as broke you know <laughs> I, I didn't think it was just i guess i had a limited imagination then motherfuckers start doing shit that i was like so y'all just gonna just just hop on a plane and go to jamaica huh okay okay well i'll see you when you get back play yeah, you know I'll what i'm saying hey keep it real for your boy you know what i'm saying send me a pic like i was never hating but i just it was just like a realization like oh i don't got it like that Mm-mm. and there's people that do got it like that that don't exist in just like these black hollywood movies you know what i'm saying like in the movies the black executive fan fiction is what i like to call them you know what I'm saying? Morris Chestnut always hopping out of something nice, walking into a mansion, yep. like taking vacations on Got the wind. Got theory and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Car, like clothes clean, watch clean, all, everything straight. And you just kind of like growing up as a kid, you know, I just kind of like was like, oh yeah, that's what it's like when you become an adult. And then you become an adult and it's like, oh, this shit more like rock. Like, I don't know if y'all remember rock. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this shit, this ain't like the Cosby's. It's, it's more black people like rock than the Cosby's. Most yes. I, even, um, people like you, I'm your first job and you working with people and they're like, oh man, I got it. The cleaners gonna close and they don't went up. But I'm like, so you take your shirts to the cleaners? You don't, I, I Nigga, got a whole washing machine at the house. Bro, I woke what? up and ironed this. <laughs> yeah. I ironed, I wake up early every day <laughs> and hit this bitch with the starch, bro. I'm not paying day. $5 a pop for a shirt. Right. And, and then uh, what's crazy though, when you get a little bit older and you get a little something, when you see the slight difference between like what you couldn't afford and what you could afford right. and the amount of work that it saves you, it's crazy because it's like, for example my big one is market price you go to a restaurant i see market price that means cannot afford do not buy because <laughs> i don't know what the fuck the market price is you know market what I'm price could be ten dollars and my market price could be a thousand dollars the fuck is this if it was reasonable they would go ahead and list it right right, right. and they think is if you and you've all, i've heard from everybody of my whole life the running joke if you gotta ask you can't afford it <laughs> Come on, right? so, don't, so don't even ask so so i so i will be like all right um let me um let me just go ahead and get the let me get the salmon in you know what i'm saying i can see the price on that i'm gonna go with that 
and then you know they describe the, the catch of the day or whatever the fuck and it's always delicious this, and it be it's so like, good oh it's a fish we caught off the north carolina coast flew it in today <laughs> da, da, da. and i'm just like so it got the plane ticket on it i don't know if yeah. i can fuck with this <laughs> come on and then the, you know while it was in flight they definitely had it marinating yes. oh, right. yes. that almond butter sauce right. <laughs> <laughs> like this fish hop out the ocean <laughs> on, into the into the marination dish and just and then on your table okay just that's for you right all it do is hit the grill for five minutes and we put it on your plate that's it and i was like nope can't pay for that i'm gonna go ahead and let me get the tuna or whatever and then um i remember like maybe a couple years ago i was like i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna go market price just it was almost as a joke like watch yes. this i'm gonna order some market price karen ain't gonna lose her mind but i'm like if it's just too expensive i'll put it on my credit card and i'll pay it off later and it was like a two dollar difference or something i was so mad i was like have my whole life have i been <laughs> cheating myself cheating myself out of two dollars of more shit right because i was like it could be ten dollars of more shit <laughs> and i don't know and i don't want to look poor asking so i'm gonna just i just would uh, i just won't get it. it's our parents man our parents did it this always mm. You can't afford this. Do you <laughs> have market price money? Right. right. Do, do you? Do you work? Right. <laughs> what job? And then when you working, they still tell you you ain't got no money to afford. Right. That's true. So it's your parents, man. They put that up. They never let you have anything unless it's like, oh, your birthday. Right. <laughs> but when you find out shit like it's ten dollars to dry clean five shirts or something, it it's like it blew my mind because I'm like, I've just been ironing my shirts the way I was taught. <laughs> my whole fucking life because i'm not about to I, I was assuming y'all walk into the dry cleaner they turn you upside down take all the money out your pocket and be like come back come back in three days and get these shirts but you know they shit was like you know 15 dollars and they they doing all your shirts for the week and i'm like i could have afforded that but i would have you know maybe had to skip a lunch once or something but i could have afforded it and i said nah because i was scared and the time you say yeah yep that's you, yeah that's, it's time. your labor because you're gonna spend a good especially if you want your shirt crisp you're right. gonna spend a good 20 minutes ironing it the spray start you gotta yep. find the spray starch I'm, and spray it nigga why I'm can't lazy. i find the spray starch and i put it away <laughs> at the same place every morning it's like i'm ironing before i'm awake you know what i'm saying like i get it's like my i'm in cruise control at 4 a.m ironing my motherfucking shirt and every morning i put it somewhere and the next time i go to iron up like where the fuck is the starch yep. every time it's crazy but nah you right though bro it's, it's it's like something that little you just don't even think about it and other people i'm sure that can uh, that's afforded it their whole lives they don't think about it they're like nah psh, dry clean of course i mean yeah. i wore six shirts trying to get them dry clean yeah, i hate starch i think i was traumatized by starch because my mama when she starts your shit that shit would cut your motherfucking throat for four weeks no matter how much you washed it or whatever when she starts the hell out of your pants that crease was going no motherfucker i was like mama did you use have a goddamn can yeah I, I i i used to i mean the worst is when you put too much starch on and start flaking off you be like i i not only did i waste starch but my shit looks tacky now <laughs> like i got <laughs> dandruff <laughs> and i used to iron everything when i was in like middle school and high school because um once again money i couldn't afford the tommy hill figures and mm. 
the car cannot and all that shit like i always ended up getting my shit like a year after it was cool jay riggins jay um, riggins mm-hmm. is where i shot <laughs> they, hey, hey they knew me up in jay riggins <laughs> they, did. Okay? they knew your name they knew your boy okay <laughs> they see me coming in south park mall they say oh that's that's the homie you know what i'm saying <laughs> he, he don't got it he don't got it for the hill figure section okay but he got it for the jay riggins um but i used to some dope shirts you know what I'm saying? Oh, don't let them do that uh that that two for 40 sale i'm I'm, a, I'm in there all day baby okay oh uh, uh no jay riggins is not similar to k and g it's no it's less than that okay nah, k and g is fancy. K, nah k and g got a standalone story jay riggins was in the mall it was always in the mall it was in the mall and uh they sold jay riggins brand it was no <laughs> yeah, was, it, the brand was jay riggins yeah. i don't even know if they exist anymore it was like take take 60 dollars off of everything in hillfigure and put that shit uh down the down the hall and you know that <laughs> i ain't never i ain't never make the mistake even walking in a hillfigure to be honest with you Mm-mm. right they, they knew what was up they could see my broke coming from a mile away like right this nigga ain't this nigga don't want to be in here and i still had that syndrome because when we was over in california and we walked through them fancy i was like i'm not even taking my black ass in nope. there i i would walk in and and it and it would be like an anime they would see they would see the energy the broke energy floating off my ass going you don't belong in here man i think i really would have walked into a jay riggins if it would have still existed in that mall i would have walked right in there you know what's like, wild what's wild now is, as an adult though i really don't care for shirts that have all those big logos and nope. the other stuff well that's the thing jay riggins didn't even have had a big logo right mm-hmm. and so now it's like as i was adult, ahead of my time yeah i really don't care for none of that because like I, it like if i go back and look at pictures of me when i was in high school and junior high school and shit my style was so ahead of its time like my shit was straight like i don't even you know how people be like i'm so embarrassed by this outfit i never really got a chance to be embarrassed partially because my parents would never let me yeah there's like no you know boy. like i'm not gonna take all the credit because my parents used to be on some like now you know you ain't walking out of here with that and i'm like, like you gonna you look, right. looking like a fool boy let me go ahead and put this let me go back put this back at merry-go-round you know? <laughs> let me go put this back around but 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 you know let me put the cross colors back down and, and head yeah, on over to jay riggins i did crisscross cross colors that's, i was all of that that's why that episode in atlanta where yeah, er, yes. getting that fruit the fake fubu shirt it hits boy it hit yeah. home. didn't it didn't it <laughs> But was he writing our life like he <laughs> bruh strumming in my pain with his finger <laughs> but uh yeah man i just remember like uh that as a kid and then as a adult you know what i'm saying like i used to do stuff like buy the jerseys but not mitchell and ness like i just like i and i get i would always find a way around like i got shoot around shirts because nobody had nba shoot around shirts everybody would wear the jersey but the jersey would be like fucking some of them jerseys was hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. i don't got it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but ain't nobody got a celtic shoot around shirt so niggas would be like where you get that from i'm like i'm not even telling these niggas <laughs> where i got this from Mm-mm, my shit look too dope right now yep i had the hornet short sleeve uh shoot around shirt which uh got i lost I, I left it at the gym for like five minutes turn around and come back and get it Gone. I said, damn, these niggas was clocking my shit. Sweaty too. Right? I said, y'all took a sweaty thing home to wear. Y'all was clocking my shit. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that broke is real, bro. And that embarrassment, cause I think for, for me, I kind of escaped a lot of the embarrassment because I was always in a relationship with Karen. But I feel like if you have to date while broke, as a dude especially, it's just like, you see the shit. It's merciless out here. <laughs> and it is y'all fault patriarchy you know what though this is why i can't take these people seriously when they be online talking about uh capitalism is bad and all this shit 
because the way they talk about a broke man <laughs> they don't they don't believe that so, so two things a shoot around shirt is like it's basically the team logo and stuff on it but um it's short sleeve and they used to wear it over yeah um, some of them are short sleeve some are long sleeve i had both and they, um, they used to wear it over their jersey top right. and they would have the sweatpants to match those the ones the buttons pop off the buttons right. pop yeah. off the pants um and so those those mo those were the more traditional shoot around some of them you would get were longer usually those would be like um ah oh, that like just funny type material so right. nobody really ever got those right uh or you might get the um the whole outfit would be the shoot around uh sweatpants and jacket right uh now if you had one of those you would look at somebody like oh they got money right because <laughs> that's more than the jersey top itself yeah i used uh, to and that's the thing i used to could get the um the breakaway pants yeah and then i would get the shoot around shirt because the breakaway pants is actually real cheap because they the most fucking inefficient ass pants in the <laughs> history of man they take they, fucking uh, 30 minutes to, to get button up to get back on and shit and i would wear them to the gym to play ball and i would always like wait till it's about time to go and be like bow, bow, bow. <laughs> but then i then i started doing that one time and the button broke i was like okay that was not nah, i'm wasting my fucking money <laughs> like i can't get these pants to come back on but uh yeah the shoot around shirts man them shits was like it was the next level because ain't nobody have them you know Mm-mm. i was and that's how i always was with my style i just try to find what people wasn't doing it's like well i can't dress and backwards overalls my parents would kill me but i can like hop this uh button up t-shirt this button up shirt and these slacks and put a tie on and then it looked like i'm more sophisticated when really i'm just more broke like i don't have the money to to, to hang with y'all so i have to be unique um well yeah this is a picture of a shoot around shirt the one now, at the top now tps i can afford anything out of east bay so yeah oh east bay was so expensive so tps that will usually you i would catch not even at the mall like so you might get lucky and catch one of them like a burlington type store back then which used to be maybe like richways or at least I for saved, me i'm a little bro, older than Rod, i, I so. saved up for the summer one time to get some i was gonna get some jordans from east bay magazine it took so long the day was out of stock way before i had got the money <laughs> and then i never made it to jordan level so i had to settle for some scotty pippen flights the black and reds but i actually liked them better and yep. and, and once again that was the shoe that didn't nobody have because everybody went to get the jordans so when they saw me with the flights they're like oh shit man i, w- I thought about getting them man i should have got them because everybody showed up with the jordans on day one of school and i'm the only nigga showing up with the flight so like sometimes it just worked out you just have to like lean into it that's the thing too as a kid i used to be confused i used to be like we all live in this same neighborhood but they got all these most expensive shoes and my mama swear up and down we can't afford none of this mm-hmm. and i'm like they got cable in their house they got all of it every year they get a new bike for christmas i'm making my bike from two years ago work because if it <laughs> go kid, out i'm not like, getting another one <laughs> yeah kid you understand it money don't stretch like that <laughs> my mama was not fitting to buy that shit that's just all it was too but it was other things i didn't realize like my mom was doing that it's like oh well she was spending like oh well we had a car they was riding the bus everywhere right or things like or i had asthma and i never went without a motherfucking <laughs> inhaler you know what right. i'm saying like just shit when you're a kid you don't understand the cost of shit and the value of shit you know the fact that we got to play in um like basketball leagues and shit that cost extra money like you know we never went without us i never came home and was like well i don't know what y'all gonna eat you know what i'm saying like it was always something to eat in there like 
all kinds of shit. That kids take for granted. You don't think twice about that. Yeah, and yep. some of my friends would have all the balling ass shit and be like, I didn't eat last night and I'm on school lunch yep. or whatever. Like, so it yep. was, it was a, a give and take cash 22. You like, you never really know just looking at someone's outer appearance that you think you envious of you think got better than you you really don't know what they life like yeah it really went till i got older and i'd be like like not older like mm-hmm. this age but even like 15 16 and like you know how in class or whatever they talk about like places you've been and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh for different projects and stuff and then i'd be looking at my friends and they'd be like hey, they never went anywhere whereas no my mom had me traveling to all right. other. i'm like oh so, oh now it makes sense it's right like everybody had almost the same amount it's just where it was spent and what you decided to spend it on bro i'm not if they told me well you had to go down to one meal a day where you could get that triple fat goose i'd rather just be triple fat and eat three <laughs> meals a day than to, than to go to one meal a day with the triple fat goose i'm gonna just have to wear the knockoff not really a starter Yep. you know <laughs> not really a starter, starter. Where, where the finish line or whatever it is that's <laughs> not a starter because i'm not getting a starter jacket it's just gonna happen and, yeah. you know it just i didn't think about this you said it i didn't realize like you say how your parents spend their money because i traveled a lot too as a kid and i didn't realize how a how expensive it was and the sacrifices that they made and them probably shuffling money around putting shit on credit cards delaying skipping bills in order to allow me to try like i didn't think about and that you still had and you still had to start a jacket yep. yeah i did school photos every year some people yep mm-hmm. you getting a yearbook every year yep uh you know what i mean like it's other things but then you find that one person like you said like karen it's like they traveling they got all the new stuff mm-hmm. and our moms work at the same job and like, that's when I, I that's when i was like i'm gonna I'm have to trap her because she don't want the money what i gotta figure out how to get this money. Hey, that's how you gotta do you gotta get them early she the one with the money. because i also i think I, I think i had a single mama who worked hard and and i had to I, I, my mama bought me a lot of name brand clothes and stuff as a kid a lot of times because when she was growing up she didn't have like she, they did yeah. literally didn't have clothes a lot of them like do. they were really poor so she promised herself i was never gonna be broke so that's why even to today my mama she don't believe in no cheap shit right. she has a closet full of about 1500 shoes 4500 dresses right. all the church hats underneath the sun summer winter spring and fall shit she can't even wear half the shit got tags on it she ain't never put on her body before but she had promised herself that so me growing up she would just give me shit just because but at the same time, she knew how to save money. Because I don't know if y'all knew this, but and I don't even know if these things exist anymore. But she would go to places where they had sample sales, where everything was brand new and, like, fresh off the rack. But what they would do is that they would take a hole puncher and punch holes in certain areas of the clothes. Mm. And you couldn't fix it. But what you could do is, like, cover, like you could, like, make sure your shirt is long enough to cover it or either patch mm. it up and things like that to, to kind of get around it. So you are actually literally wearing name brand shit, right. but it might have a whole punch like right at the belt loop oh, or, 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 or right at the bottom of it and shit right. like that. So she was like, oh, you're going to get the good shit. Even if I had to cut corners to get it to you, you're going to get the good shit. But I know a lot of people don't even know what simple nah, stuff. They still have them to today. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's only pimps and church like just keep it the hat store and sell in uh, business anyway. In business, right. I don't know who else. Stopped. Like I've never seen a regular person just buy a church hat for no reason. And you know what? I, I, another reason why i think they shop at the same place they both both of these two groups like the same fucking colors mm-hmm. bright colorful uh, out of the way 
if it has flowers peacock like th- that group of people if you watch those same group of people same people as much as they oppose you know the, the, a lot of times the church women you know judging the pence but y'all shop at the same places mm-hmm. um i think they run into each other and they say a prayer one say the pence prayer one say the uh <laughs> you know the Lord's prayer. <laughs> he probably try to see if she choosing because i mean church ladies also love charismatic uh fly dressing men so mm-hmm. and, how, and how many church ladies you know end up with one of them pimps i mean a lot of them in the pulpit come on but you ain't heard it from me though <laughs> butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in our book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow Take a look, it's in our book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the show, guys. Um, that was just our reading rainbow segment, the most hated segment um, on the show. Now, keep in mind today, uh, because we got that review yesterday, I'm trying to turn over New Leaf, guys. I will not be trying, I'm trying to make people not feel judged. And I'm trying to be nice to everyone and let everybody's opinion hold equal weight because that's Mm-mm. the kind of show that I do here. Mm-mm. And uh, we're going to give it a try today, guys. Mm-mm. All right, Karen. so let's start. No, Karen. Why do you want him to? Why do you want me to be judgmental and mean to people, Karen? Why can't I just be uh, not mean and make everyone feel validated? I'm just trying to make the world a better place, Karen. Okay, this is what the people want, and I'm going to give it to them. our lgbtq news segment of the show uh we have to talk about the things that affect all of our lgbtq fam plus everything and uh some of it is good news most of it is not because we do not do a good job of treating our fam well in the the world Mm -mm. all right but let's talk about it azalea banks 
is in the news uh zelia banks apologizes for her rant against prep users now why she would like make a rant Travala for prep yeah okay uh that commercial you guys may have seen it i'm on the pill i'm on the pill yeah. so uh, i guess she had to apologize uh singer and rapper azalea banks is posting an apology for a rant she posted a few weeks ago against people who use prep pre-exposure prophylaxis uh her, on instagram yesterday she posted a message that read hey guys so a few weeks ago i went on a rant about pre-exposure prophylaxis meds and i'm just doubling back to say i'm sorry it's not my place it was extremely insensitive who cares if i meant well that wasn't the way i'm really really sorry in late october she took their instagram stories to criticize frank ocean for launching a new york city club called prep plus um banks slammed the name of the night and the name of the nightclub and voice criticisms of the medication which is taking my users to prevent them from acquiring hiv she questioned the drugs potential side effects and people allowing others to come inside them there's no reason you need to have a fucking pill so you can just fuck whoever you want to fuck she said the boys are still getting hiv the girls are getting fucking renal failure they're getting liver fucking failure they're getting anal wars they're getting anal cancer okay that's a fucking death trap and for that dumbass nigga frank ocean to sit up there and fucking promote that to y'all gays like that's something that y'all need is evil and he's probably getting paid y'all stay off that fucking prep she suggests that anyone taking prep may also have a sex addiction addiction and should seek help from a psychiatrist before employing people not to allow everybody to come inside them and be responsible banks is known for voicing sometimes controversial takes but not so much for issuing apologies her initial comments were criticized by many many self-health sexual health uh, advocates say prep has proven a valuable tool in the war against hiv transmission preventing thousands of people from acquiring the virus uh frank ocean did not respond directly although he did issue a statement via tumblr and answer to some of the feedback he received about the club's name he stated that he was not being sponsored or paid by any drug company i decided to name what was otherwise going to be a night of lights and music inspired by an era of clubbing that i loved prep plus because while designing the club i started to imagine in an era where so many lives were lost and so many promise so much promise was lost forever um, along with them what would it have been like if something anything had existed that in all probability would have saved thousands and thousands of lives yeah i saw some of the pushback on frank ocean from other people that were saying like you know prep is still expensive and um that he shouldn't be promoting it because everybody can't afford it or something like that or um or it was disrespectful to the people who did die um of hiv aids um back in the day i i really don't know enough about the criticism of it i feel like he tried to do something good but it's kind of, it's kind of like twitter always shows you the downside of what people try to do good all right um as far as as far as azalea banks i mean she did apologize her, her original comments you know uh and this is back in august when she made them? she made them no nah, not not that far back i think november is when she oh. uh, october she made them in october um and she apologized in um november the end of november uh but what i will say is look i don't want to make her feel judged that's her right to have her opinion and um you know she did apologize so you know as long as everybody you know i just want everybody to feel validated here now can can, can i judge though i mean they didn't write in about you they wrote in about the quote unquote main host of the show 
so i would assume it's just me you look i done told me. you <laughs> i done self-promoted myself back up to co-host and i will not be demoted again okay and uh i was going to ask who is the main host here she gets a hundred i know we're not playing against the race but <laughs> she's not gets, playing fucking uh, with black people you mean oh yeah for one of them shows okay it's a hundred because hmm. she forever saying some dumb shit like forever ever forever ever and i don't believe that she means it no no repentance for her no because next week something else gonna happen and she gonna be like fuck that nigga again so i don't believe her well i'm not here to give opinions because if you give an opinion it might make somebody feel left out and feel bad there might be people listening to this that agree with the things that she said and then i say that i think that's some dumb ass shit to say and very ridiculous and 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 homophobic and she should feel ashamed of herself because a big part of her fucking listening base are gay people that support her and like she's a very toxic person that people are really only support like you only have a handful of hardcore supporters as is why would you want to insult people by saying something so ignorant but i'm not gonna say that because if you say something like that somebody else out there will be like oh my god you're judging her and because of that you're judging me and you weren't woke you didn't know everything so you gonna feel like oh you being on things you think she'll pick me i'm not gonna do that karen so I'm just gonna say well, I'm glad she's entitled to her opinion. Yeah, and you entitled to the right not to judge. You are entitled. Right, I, 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 I am glad that you have turned over a new leaf. That's very. Mm-hmm. That's actually very enlightening of you. And that person that I guess emailed into the show to, I guess you taking the authority to be the main host. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's very enlightening to them. That it, it actually made me feel judged. But I, 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 you know, I guess I have to just, you know, it's, when I'm judged, I have to just take it you know so i'll just take it and so you know i i actually this one of the great things about this show is that um you allow people a comfort zone to do that well they told Cause me, me that myself was, they told me i was unapproachable and that i probably wouldn't even read it on the show so i i mean me myself i probably would have told them to get the fuck out of my face mm, or mm. you know something to that effect the same way i would tell azalea to get the fuck out of my face well, you know her nonsense, or her friends or her group of people but all, all opinions are valid to me so if you would have wanted to do that i wouldn't stop you i would have understood so but i but i appreciate you being the more level-headed non-judgmental person that you are I'm trying to you know they said i've been very judgmental for years so i'm just trying to get better uh prep to be available even if you're uninsured uninsured americans can now apply for free prep ju- drugs through the federal government the department of health and human resources uh human services i'm sorry tuesday launched ready set prep a national program to distribute medications used for pre-exposure prophylaxis a strategy to prevent hiv negative people from becoming infected within the the with the virus uh travada and discovery uh, both manufactured by Gilead Sciences are the only drugs approved for use as PrEP. Gilead announced earlier this year that it would donate 2.4 million bottles of Truvada to 200,000 uninsured people each year for 11 years through a partnership with HHS and the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, HHS announced the details of applying for free PrEP drugs Tuesday. It has set up a new website, getyourprep.com, and will take applications there or at a toll-free number uh, the qualified person must test negative for HIV, have a valid prescription 
for the medications and not have prescription drug coverage three major drugstore chains walgreens rite aid and cvs have donated their prescribing services for the program and they will have medications available no later than march 30th of next year they will also provide patient counseling services and promote adherence to the drug regimen for maximum effectiveness making it virtually impossible to acquire the virus the medication must be taken daily these companies uh have 21,000 locations throughout the nation representing one-third of the pharmacies in the u.s they will fill prescriptions by mail order as well as in person free drugs you know what that means yeah. i be nothing in these bitches no that does not, not mean nope. that. oh damn well, then what what then that's what Azalea said. Mm-mm. We get the net and everything Mm-mm. now, right? Mm-mm. You know, uh, prep is for like everybody, not just gay men, right? right. You know, right. black women are the number one carriers of AIDS. Right. So now I get the net. I get the. That's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. 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 I get to take prep and I get to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, y'all buzz kills, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, now wow. you know if I was just wow. I'm here. Wild. That's why I'm here. You know, I'm a woman, and I got wow. to bring the show down. I just, wow. want, I just want to point out, I did not judge Justin in that segment. I didn't say anything that was Karen. Wow, they did all the judging there, and I'm not judging Karen for judging him because <laughs> if she wants to judge him, that's her right as a as a human being and wow. a co-host of this show. Wow. Uh, so, me personally, I just read the news and didn't provide so any opinion. that's not the point. Of because people it. don't come to this podcast to hear my opinion. They just come to hear us read the news. No, they and don't. And then move on to the next I really thing. I thought that no, was the point of drugs. Now we get the nut and everything. That's what Azalea mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of on, mm-hmm. like, yeah, now we get the nut and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or get nutted in. Excuse me. I don't want to uh, offend anybody. Because <laughs> 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 some people might want the other way. Right. You like. <laughs> The thing I will say though, uh, after especially reading the book, uh, Conflict is Not Abuse, there's a long chapter about, um, HIV AIDS because, um, uh, I can't remember her first name. Shulman is her last name, but because she did so much work as an activist in that area, uh, as a lesbian woman and whatnot, she talks about how, like, Canada, like, has criminalized basically being an hiv carrier um if especially if you're not uh medicated or whatever and made it so that if you have sex you can literally go to prison um and in in many ways it's is you can't prove the things that you're accused of like this person had sex and didn't disclose their hiv status well i could have but when do you disclose that normally in private in person not in writing not you know you don't have a form you fill out right and so people can come back later and be like this person gave me hiv and then the because the government basically feels like well since we provided uh med uh meds because we have government health care your your refusal to get to be on prep is basically a crime and you your sex is now criminalized so i do worry about you know how far this kind of thing can go once you make things available to everyone um what is then the penalty for the people who either opt out because you know there's still a stigma attached to hiv diagnosis there's still a stigma attached to um um being gay there's st- you know like there's a bunch of stuff that operates in the world besides just getting the meds or not yeah and what happened to the people that are homeless you know like mm-hmm. all this shit requires you to be in a stable environment right home address be able to go into the pharmacy right. have a prescription like you are actually labeling shit that for a lot of people they, they don't have access to these things well personally if the government wants to lock up people for having hiv and having sex 
i can't judge them for that because yes, that is a government that's a government decision that they have made as individual people that work work in a collective unit nope and will the power to state that is something that nope all, i can judge them all to- nope. i'm not i'm not judging you for judging them i'm, I'm talking for myself judging. well i'm talking for myself so if, i feel like if, the, if whatever decisions anybody makes for any reason are good decisions because no. it's not for, it's not for me to make people feel bad by actually being like oh i disagree with this or i've been said this or whatever that's not what people come for they come here to just hear the news and no opinions so. well i'm glad though that this is something they're doing because i also imagine a lot of companies throw away drugs that expire or whatever that they could have given out as free samples or free period well in america when you have copyright on a drug i mean it ain't about throwing it away or mm-hmm. not it's about the fact that can't nobody else sell this can't life-saving shit make it right you have the monopoly on it and you can charge out the motherfucking roof like the biggest uh critique i've seen of Travada and um uh, i forget the other one but it costs too much people can't afford it and so this is the capitalist answer to that which is oh well we'll give away some as charity but we still gonna keep hoarding what we have made and letting people die like you know because you still got to meet all them qualifications to get the free shit right how many people just got well i have insurance but it can't it won't cover this or it won't pay enough of this for me to afford it especially with them new um, pre-existing conditions yeah like uh, right y'all president put right as far as healthcare. but you know i'm not judging those companies because listen if those companies want to hoard medicine that could save people's lives and then charge literally an arm and a leg to to get the drugs i mean those people got to eat too they got kids mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. i don't want them if they're listening to this and they could just mm-hmm. literally hit a button and make the shit you know much lower cost so everyone could afford it and everybody's lives could be saved i don't want them to feel pressure of being judged from a podcast uh, that's so influential obviously uh because just one small opinion from me can change anything i don't want them to feel that way listening to at least not ride from the blackout tips i want them to feel like hey i should be able to keep doing these things Mm -hmm. and sleep well at night Mm -hmm. nope nope i am judging and i'm saying that canada stuff is some fucked up shit because the thing is is if i get tested at the time you give me the drugs and i don't have it and hiv my hiv forms and turns into AIDS so now I do have it so let's say I I mean because you, you said it prevents it right well what well, okay so PrEP prevents you from I believe contracting it okay um but there's other stuff they have um where uh I forget what it's called but they like they have it in Canada where there's meds where you can like um uh like you well not well you get tested to see if you can get prep or whatever they find out then you're hiv positive because you got to get tested first okay. so okay you're hiv okay, positive okay 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 you're now a criminal for your sex like if you have sex with someone okay. undis- un- unprotected or without disclosing your status so the other person could be on prep you have sex with them unprotected and they go later hey i, I caught hiv they could have caught it from someone else because there's no way to prove who they caught it from um another thing a lot of uh a lot of accusations are is that there are men who are like on the down low who will go contract hiv outside of their marriage and then go in a court of law and be like my wife gave this to me or something now they could have given it to their wives there's no fucking way to know 
you know what i mean so they now your wife's a criminal she has shit to do with this like but that, these stories aren't connected though right these are two separate I, things one no. is canada one is this other company yeah yeah like, the okay. first one is the u.s okay the, um, i brought up canada to make an example of criminalization of hiv okay. um and then karen asked a question about that okay. i just yeah. want to make sure yeah because yeah. I, I wanted to be sure i understood because hiv can turn into aids so i'm saying at the time that they test you if i test well, they, they also have meds that you can take while on hiv that supposedly can stop like you can live with hiv okay and okay won't turn that so I'm if you, if you don't take those now. if you don't take those meds okay I'm with that's you also criminal like basically we have now criminalized yeah. people's personal sex lives you know in a way oh in canada they have and i'm sure we have here too but they literally have people that have gone to prison and stuff and, uh, and most of them you know a lot of them being black people right so so like you know this the, it's a slippery slope with the uh government coming in and regulating prep and stuff because it also means the government likes to punish and when you are the person that decides i don't want to do this for whatever reason well now you're outside of the jurisdiction i mean you're outside of the parameters of what they defined as a good person and you can go to prison for this shit not that i'm judging the government for doing i am that's fucked up if you want to throw black people in prison for not taking the meds and stuff like that i don't want you to feel like a bad person for feel that decision horrible for treating wow. your citizens like this yes okay well i'm not judging i'm not judging karen for feeling that they should be judged i just saying i'm not judging them myself because as the main host of the show i don't want anyone to feel oh i'm a host too now uh well i i'm just addressing the feedback i don't want anyone to feel you know taken out like that i'm sorry uh, I, i'm even sorry if this even sounds like i'm sorry i'm, I'm not I, if i sound like i'm judging myself i'm sorry i said what i said this is the show that people want zola pulls ads from hallmark channel after network censored same-sex commercials all kisses to couples and marriages are equal celebrations of love and we will no longer be advertising on hallmark says mark she zola's chief marketing officer said in a statement um sounds like you weren't marketing anyway because they weren't playing your ads no they were they weren't playing the ones that had same-sex kisses Mm. marriage planner website zola will no longer run advertisements on the hallmark channel following the network's decision to remove four commercials that feature same a same-sex wedding the removal of the commercials followed petitions by conservative groups including one million moms and life site that asked the network not to run films or commercials that feature lgbtq community while cutting ads that feature same-sex weddings the network con- continued to air two other zola ads that did not the only difference between the commercials were that that were flagged and the ones that were approved was that the commercials that did not meet hallmark standards included a lesbian couple kissing um so they probably don't have cars or anything then um like holiday cars or anything with same-sex couples or anything so is the hallmark channel and the hallmark car people the same people i I must no i I think they're different okay i don't know i i I was asking because i don't know uh marchie zola's chief chief marketing officer told the hollywood reporter hallmark approved a commercial where a heterosexual couple kiss all kisses couples and marriages are equal celebrations of love we will no longer be advertising on hallmark uh, the initial complaint to hallmark from one million miles socially conservative group created by american family association stated please reconsider airing commercials with same-sex couples please do not add lgbt movies to the hallmark channel such content goes against christian and conservative values that are important to your primary audience you it's will called lose the hallmark channel not the christian channel you will lose viewers if you had came to the lgbt agenda well i mean i can see how some people would be very upset by them writing in uh something that people deem to be homophobic but 
i think we have to respect their opinion you know uh people have people have different opinions even if they're rooted in someone's humanity who am Mm -hmm. i to judge them and say that that's some real homophobic fucked up shit to do and we didn't all sign up to be christians right so how can you fucking dictate to me that i gotta be a christian because i watched a certain fucking channel not to mention if i'm the company that made this ad i spent money to make this motherfucking ad so you just gonna tell me two of my ads that i spent the same amount of money on i gotta throw in the trash can because y'all afraid of the the fucking million moms or some shit that's really it's, like three women in iowa come on that don't even watch your channel and doesn't nobody even give a fuck about them i can't say that karen because yes, i don't can. want i don't want to judge them karen okay you can say those, and judge well, all my friends those women saw two people kiss and it had they had the same genitals and they lost it they, it was triggering to them and i can't who am i to tell them that their feelings are not the most valid important things to them even when it's rooted in someone else's humanity not being able to be expressed i can't i can't make them feel that way karen that's the problem with our show right now the blackout tips is that i keep doing stuff like that you know so according to wikipedia yes they are owned by the same people oh they are my bad i I was also on on crayola brand crayons wow wow i'm surprised they ain't canceled the crayons you know lgbtq colors is all in the crayon box now this is according to wikipedia but i've known wikipedia to be facts we're gonna cancel crayola now (laughs) well they did sell a box of nothing but white crayons starting this year because uh, the million miles wrote in and complained and said uh all these colors somebody can make a rainbow so we're gonna need you to take nothing but we want nothing but white in here uh, as the only colors our children color Mm-mm. with because they're gonna get influenced and if you don't you might lose millions of people that buy crayons so seem like the right thing to do um but yeah lifestyle founded by campaign life coalition began this petition one week ago as a saturday they have over forty thousand signatures that's it yeah but you're, <laughs> a million, but you're associated with million it's mom. more signatures to keep michael vick from being an honorary <laughs> coach man imagine hallmark really bowing to forty thousand people my guess is just that they already don't uh support lgbtq people like that and so they was like i mean this was the easy decision yeah like, like they didn't have a boardroom meeting about yeah this. <laughs> like if they would have got like two letters they would have been like, like somebody yeah. complain okay yeah that's my guess because how else would you let that few people come like now and, make I, you do and I also wonder is this the ceo making or just somebody over marketing being like yeah pull the pull those ads we don't need Probably those marketing mm. like i doubt it even got to that person the hollywood reporter recently spoke to abbott um about inclusivity in hallmark the ceo said hallmark is open to doing any type of movie including those with gay leads of which the network currently lacks prove it it's 2019 and y'all haven't had a gay love story on the love story network that's literally what it is the hallmark channel isn't hallmark just nothing but like corny love stories it's it's like oh those cards we're gonna bring them to life yeah we're always encouraging people to bring us stories across the board it's not always that simple a process where you put the word out and you get back three great scripts and three great stories we put the word out that we're doing <laughs> oh, it they act like they shit is the top of the line not no straight to netflix what are we talking about here they say great they they put great well, <laughs> i mean well, it's they... not like the standards is super high well i i don't want to judge the stories that they have on the channel right now i mean i feel like everything is great to someone and so you know me saying just because it comes on 
uh hallmark channel the stories aren't great um you know why i really don't even watch those movies to say that they're bad i i, I don't want them to feel judged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if those mm-hmm. even if just coincidentally every single script they have ever published has been two straight people i'm judging well then i will be the judging mcjudgey then we put the word out that we're doing an original series we get 50 bad stories you mean gary uh so it's not as easy as i think you're making it sound it's certainly something that we do discuss consistently with our team with and, our talent and with the agencies and, and and this the time of year where they go to so many days to christmas between thanksgiving and halloween like all you do is show uh love stories you got ten thousand of them you show throughout the course of a 365 but, day year and you can't find no gay ones but they're all great scripts karen gay scripts just happen to not be as great to whatever hallmark. you ain't looking for them they're out there you're not looking for them so hallmark is like this was a great script until these two people kissed and they was the same gender and i don't think it's good anymore this was a great script you know we're gonna keep picking the same script because they're all great um uh, just the same ones does it involve two of the same sex that they're not it's not that great probably is what no, i'm thinking i mean i mean i'm thinking their people are thinking like it's not that great because it involved two people of the same sex that's Correct. what i just we said just said, yeah, we have so, the same thing yes. it was great until this this one scene here where they mm-hmm. the two gay people hold end. hands and then they kiss yeah, it's not that great uh, i gotta say the script really went off the rails right there it was really good up until that point i didn't know what was happening i mean i i really hope you guys can get it together and maybe put a man in the role of the woman on this page and uh you know and just keep the other one a woman and i think come back with this script and you got something anyway throw it in the trash <laughs> uh but if that's how they feel hey that's just how they feel okay hey. you're just a powerful company that has a lot of influence over what we as americans consider to be love <laughs> and marriage and who deserves love and who deserves marriage and what the children watch apparently and you decided that we as a as a country and as a, as a company we only want to see straight people be married um and if that's your decision who am i to judge you know who are me to judge i will say that this stance you're taking i'm really proud of it Thank reminds you. me of our I'm president not. who always sees um you know it's good people on both sides and it's a similar stance that he's taking and i'm really proud of you so i'm sure that person that I'm, wrote in probably I'm, has that similar thinking as well I'm, always seeing the good people on both sides i'm not because now the conversation is taking twice as long because he got to he'll go through and explain wow okay wow wow i i I didn't mean to make you feel bad i'm just trying to to make everybody roger has his i mean justin has his side and i have mine i'm just trying to make everybody happy and i feel like you feel like you're judged right now for judging and i'm not judging you for that if you want to judge people um that's that's fine (laughs) look at you seeing both sides again this is it's quite admirable there's good people on all sides of all discussions at all times Mm -mm. because that's why people come listen to the show because they don't want to hear me sound like i'm better than people and stuff you know i would never want to give off that impression i'm just i'm just as terrible as everyone else and why who why even do this show why even listen well because they they come for your opinion and sometimes opinions hurts feelings we have been doing this wrong for 1200 episodes apparently not to mention what's Mm -mm. behind the paywall no we've been doing just fine and i'm sure that person that wrote in is extremely supportive they probably are premium they probably send us a donation every week or whatever they probably spread the word and share you know online with all their friends they you know people probably come to listen to us because of people like that that really Mm -hmm love and go up for us i hope you know? they came to the live show too 
they probably came to the live show even you know so hopefully you know that person is you know that i'm sure they're gonna write in about this episode and be like oh my god right this is what i wanted thank you because this is the this is what's been missing from the show keep it up you know that, that, that one email people, is like the forty thousand. no this right. is not <laughs> what i wanted side of potential they, for they are the million moms of the black Hills podcast <laughs> and i just want to make sure that they are heard and respected and i'm sure mm-hmm. i'll you know i'll make it the poll after the show if people prefer this to me just giving yeah, opinions make, on make, things make I'm, I'm sure it's gonna come back a hundred percent like this is better like don't give your opinion no one's here for that rod okay you sound like you better you know what they need you Mm -hmm. at the um Mm -hmm. the rnc when it comes to charlotte they need you to go up and give a speech about people judging and and they need to change their stance and see both sides uh well see if i told them to change their stance that would be judging them on Mm -hmm. the stance that they already have Mm -hmm. so i can't do that so i I would just have to say i I think all your opinions are valid as are all the people that disagree with you are valid no they're not i just don't i just want everyone to just Mm -hmm. know to get along Mm -hmm. and be validated you know nope sometimes you got to take that bullshit and think about it legalizing same-sex marriage leads to a big drop in the gay suicide rate so it's almost as if you could make the argument that by hallmark refusing to show a even a commercial let alone a movie that features same-sex marriage in it that they are leading to people literally killing themselves sounds like you're judging hallmark you could no i said you could say that i wouldn't say that because that's judgmental oh i could say it though you could, <laughs> yeah. any, anyone oh, else could say I it i could say it too i'm not gonna say it because i don't Karen, want you want to say it or you want me to say it no you can say it hallmark they got sound like hallmark's got their lead to the suicide of our gay brothers and sisters and trans they harming the community <laughs> okay like it's damn it's a damn shame no more hallmark cards for you negroes for me okay no more crayola crayons wait do they make mahogany like because you know so many sometimes <laughs> Ooh, i didn't I, yeah i stopped in the rabbit hole once yeah. <laughs> once i got to they the might crayola mahogany. i think they do single mile ones too damn damn but they probably do they do gay ones that's the good question what if they sell what if they sell gay cars but won't do commercials or movies that's fucked up because they say we want all your car is what i would say if i was judging them (laughs) but i'm not you can do however you want to hallmark profit off of the gay profit off the gay community get them gay dollars and at the same time be like but i refuse to show your love stories hallmark is like is it a day that ends with a y is it a holiday can we make money off the car is it a single mom's day fuck it yes come buy this card for five dollars unless it's got gay people on it i'm sure I which just, is their right yeah, apparently they, they're like is ride. it a gay day yes well then we'll take their money too yeah I, i'm gonna ask that question today but internet. tv nah nah we can't we, we can't see it you know we can't see it like that we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it on cardboard but we can't see it that's weird if they uh i mean that's uh incongruent with the things they've said before if they sell those cars but i'm not judging them for that incongruence because we all have hypocrisy i know i have hypocrisy <clears throat> sometimes I do and, and i don't want people to listen to the show and think that i don't or that i think i'm better than them because of this you know or that i always been on this shit and they just some pick me's come lately i don't want them to feel that way so i just have to say this is uh it's all fine with me it's uh wow yeah hallmark lgbtqia they have a they have yeah. a whole selection of cards they do 
They they absolutely do. Let's let's see the song. My husband, my partner, my friend. What? Do they have their traditional symbol on it? I don't know what that means. Traditional symbol. The hallmark symbol you mean? Oh, I don't even know what that look like. Is it an H? Or is that holiday? No, that little crown thing over the words Hallmark. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that for some reason. You probably be watching Mm. the movies, huh? Man, did you know they were actually involved with Univision at one point too? Hmm. This wow. is sweet. One of the cards said, "For a wonderful son and the man he loves." Oh, so we can put it in Christmas. We can put it in cards, but you don't want to see it though. We can't see you kissing, but we'll ta- we'll we'll take your little rainbow money when it comes to uh to your cards. But we we ain't trying to have y'all actually be represented. Well, you know in, what? In, maybe, in a good way. Maybe they're just not there yet, Karen. Okay, not we there. All, bitch, you make cards. We all start where we start, and on their journey. They just haven't gotten to the place where they're willing to have representation on their TV channel. No! Or it, even with ads and stuff like that, even though they will take the money I, from the LGBTQ community. I don't want to hear the bullshit. You can have mm. whole sections of mama, I love you mama, and, and your, your wife, I love you daddy, and your wife. You got them cards, but yet you mean to tell me I can't kiss well, I don't want you to feel judged for um, for, for for judging them. So I yeah, totally, you can judge me. I don't care. I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging. You. I just want you to know I'm not. Everyone listening to this hears that I'm not judging. I think all the choices that were made today have been valid choices. Mm-hmm. Of, the hell they of, have of, no of, of equal weight. Uh, that we there's some humanity in each of in everyone that has decided to make decisions. So I'm, so with my decision, then I'm gonna have the focot uh hallmark i'm never watching the channel <laughs> yeah, i don't think you was watching anyway <laughs> you are not the targeted audience <laughs> all the love stories Karen, i don't I think feel that's like your you're genre. judging my decision and i actually agree with this oh i'm focotting too now wrote in and i like ryan's new stance of not judging uh, my decision to focot no. hallmark uh, I don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't. What you no. want? What you want to watch it? What is? What is? No, what no, 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 no. I am not with the with the stance of not judging people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm full cotton. I'm not watching. I'm, ne- I'm, ne- I'm, I'm never watching the Hallmark Channel. Now it might be hard for the car because like they like the largest car company, so you know. Well, Karen, I'm this just is- gonna hand write. I'm gonna use Crayola crayons and uh, nope, nope, mm-mm. LGBTQ gay is gay in that too. Make my own cards. Mm-mm. This is the show Denise wanted, Karen. If that- and I have to give the people what they want. The people don't want all this judging and the blackout tips. At least not from me. They didn't say nothing about you. <laughs> they was only talking to me in it, and I and I I'm just trying to make the show better for everybody. This is not making the show better. I'm sorry to inform you well i mean it would be better if you who, stopped judging me too karen i mean who would be judge? i mean who's the judge of that i certainly can't judge my own show and say this is terrible yes you because can because if i say it's terrible then it's like i'm just doing the judging that they said i do mm-hmm. that's the problem in the first place yeah you have the right to judge and i do too i mean they gave us five stars for a reason you know very helpful. i'll take you five thank you it's very helpful what they wrote so um yeah let's get to the last one a florida man left his son at the side of a highway because he might be gay what aka what a lot of these people seem to want Dwayne wade to do to his son um 
at least from what i read online now i can't judge those people yes for literally being the walking incarnation of lee daniels uh opening episode of empire and throwing their sons in the trash trash for being gay i can't i can't personally judge them for that (laughs) so if you want to leave a small child on the side of the fucking highway because you just can't stomach the 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 idea even that they would be gay they are now less than a human being to you uh how can i then turn around and make you less of a human being than me that's i mean that's that's disgusting on my part to make that person feel that that's the wrong thing to do so i i would never do something like that a florida father left his juvenile son on the side of the road because he thinks his son might be gay uh evanard jolmius guest stories yeah black come on come on let's let's say he's definitely not voting for mayor pete Mm -mm. um (laughs) no he not uh of haines city florida dropped the boy off in front of a closed police department according to an affidavit which stated that the child had a small duffel bag with several articles of clothing in it but did not have any food water or money the boy also did not have a phone with him wow has told his son whose age was redacted in the affidavit to pack a duffel what bag what do you expect the baby didn't disappear be never seen again after he allegedly found male pornography videos on his cell phone according to the affidavit said the victim told police court records said jomius became very upset after he found the videos uh the boy is a preteen uh the a bystander who witnessed the event called the police an officer dispatched to the location said the victim was very upset and crying well yeah this person has claimed to love you and your whole life supposed to be a feed food uh, provider and protector um in one second could decide that you are no longer their child yeah preteen so you're not baby not even 13 yet right you're not you're no longer their child and uh they're just gonna drop you off at the police station and you pack a handful of belongings no food no water no money i mean that is kind of considered to him he let him take some clothing with him and she did and dropped him at the police station a black yeah. child you know because that's a, they have a great track record with he could have just put him i mean house. hey he i can't i can't judge the police interactions with black people i, don't, I am I'm i don't want to say i don't want to say the police uh interacted with us with a small afraid black child it, you know with no adult present would be a very scary thing to put a child through because look who am i to say that the the, the police was wrong or they were bad when they killed somebody like when they killed tamir rice are we saying that that's a bad thing that they did because that sounds like judgment and i don't do that anymore so i i I I mean i can't judge this man for just dropping a small child off in front of a police station like uh figure it out i mean he did leave him with clothes i am i'm judging uh the victim told police he said uh, his father told him to pack a bag that he was taking him to the police department where he would find a new home that's not how that works yeah social services yeah that's not even how that works to the wrong department a a jail cell jomius made his son get out of the vehicle while sitting in the turn lane of florida highway god damn then he drove off which added that which added the court of the court records which added that his father did not try to contact law enforcement to tell them he had dropped off his son right so how were they going to find him after learning about what happened the boy's mother went to look for him at the police station leaving her other two young children with jomius jomius had fled the home before police arrived leaving the two children alone 
those kids gay as well i don't think he want no kids i was scared to say you know it sounds see this comes off as hate but it sounds like he just hates children not necessarily just kids period he loves all the children but he likes coming inside people at least three times he probably takes prep okay jolmius left his juvenile son at a closed police department with no one around closed police department failing to admit or provide the victim with care supervision and services necessary to maintain yeah. physical or mental health while also failing to make a reasonable effort to protect the victim from abuse neglect or exploitation of others right, somebody could have walked over there and stole that woman's child she had to go up there and find her baby he's in charge of three counts of neg- negligent child abuse without bodily harm and turned himself in police said adding that he is still in custody well listen i'm not one to judge so i mean sometimes people have negligent child abuse and you just have to say look it takes all kinds of people you made a decision it might not be a decision i would have made you know but it doesn't mean that i'm better than you so it doesn't mean I, i'm gonna sit up here and be like you niggas do blah 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 and say this and that and i'm not because if i say that then i'm really judging you so what about her leaving her other two children with a man who already abandoned one of her children sounds like she's gonna stay in their relationship even though he clearly doesn't does not want well you seem to be extrapolating a lot out of that situation i literally don't know what you do if your husband who's been taking care of these kids up until this point a boyfriend whatever um says hey i just dropped one of the fucking kids off and i didn't that's it i found out they had some porn on their phone so i just dropped them off um you need to find a babysitter real quick before going to look for your child or take them with you you got to take the other two children with you which you know at this point may be negligent since you're gonna be out walking around looking for the child you don't know what you're getting into i don't know she may have just hit the hit the door as soon as he said it whatever her decision was i'm not judging her okay because no not is, not not her i'm not okay judging. well finally we are on the same page no here. no ju- just just me, me and you are finally on the same page just for her a judgment free his zone. black ass i am motherfucking judging i'm, I'm judging her too um she left them other children no I, I, i'm not judging her clearly will abandon their children but well, she I'm did not, not know gonna, that at the time so no i'm not judging her that's why she went to gonna, go find the one child because he had already abandoned one well, of them i'm not gonna judge you justin <laughs> okay this is not judgment free zone if you want to judge this woman in a dire situation that had to make a snap decision mm-hmm. to go after her child um and had been able to trust this man for however many years of their lives right. until the one day that the child turned out to be gay i understand hey throw away everything you just mm-hmm. ever learned no. every experience you've ever had this decision undoes everything so you gotta run out the house and uh take the children with you and be yeah. like this man uh you know it's a threat i get it no I, i'm i'm with you justin on understanding where you're coming from even as i refuse to judge her because i also see karen's point which is that you can't judge this woman both points are valid <laughs> to me so i don't want anyone I to feel seeing both sides hey i don't want anyone to feel like any decision mm, they've made no. or judgment that they've made no. is being judged by me because it's not no but and and, and, and the, the thing is for- even leaving your child on the fucking highway it's not being judged by me. <laughs> that's, okay? That's, that's okay. Um, I, I am judging him. 
I you can do any, you can do anything. I, I am judging him 100%. No, you cannot what, do anything. What are rules? What are morals? What are, was what, it on the highway or the turn lane? To it me, does it was in the, the turning lane of the highway. But listen, we're all good people. It's all good decisions. No. Many children have made it home from the turning lane of a highway. It's, people do it all the time. You see homeless people doing it. You know, it, hey, uh, Boy Scouts, you know, anything can happen. So I'm sure it worked out fine for everyone and if it didn't i'm not judging the outcome yeah i'm hoping dss is involved with this whole family and stay involved I'll keep an eye on them well i i mean if dss deems to get involved i understand that decision if they don't i understand that too because it's just a decision that they made and it's all good to me so um that's it for lgbtq news um let's see what else is happening in the world um so a bunch of stuff happening um karen do you feel like you have closure for this segment <laughs> <laughs> lizzo will not be banned lizzo will not be banned from the stable center over her outfit i wanted her to be banned uh you proves you know i know the people who did want her to be banned um but i don't want to judge them or say that they were being fat phobic or say that you know they were um you know they really seem to not have that energy in other areas and point out hypocrisy because that's not what the show is anymore guys hell it this is. is a nice yes, show for nice I, people i am judging i'm judging you because you got the liquor girls out there in their outfits shaking their asses half clothed what the fuck we talking about here there are women that's literally paid to come out there and shake their ass every fucking game, every time it's a, a halftime, every time the whistle is blown. I don't want to hear it. Well, even though she was wearing, uh, you know, see-through tights or whatever, the, the, the hose that people wear, uh, a lot of people felt it was very unsanitary for her to be sitting on a seat with her uh with a thong on, uh, you know, uh, so. Well, do people not, um, they eat off the seats or something? Um, I mean, I personally would like to eat off a seat if Lizzo sat there in the thong, but that's just me. Personally. <laughs> I'm not judging people that don't want to share that, you know? So that's just their personal opinion. But, uh, I'm just, you know, I, I feel bad for the people who wanted her banned that didn't get to get her banned. Um, and I feel I don't. happy for Lizzo and the people that didn't want to see her banned because all opinions matter. Okay. Either way, mm-hmm. it's fine with me if you were no some opinions are dumb if it was she banned i don't get to see her doing that what she did the other day well Ooh. i mean i follow her on instagram and uh oh, all she, that, hey, a lot more it's not, <laughs> yeah it's not like it's a lack of uh material out there <laughs> she's out here giving the people what they want what they need uh tom joiner says farewell after 25 years on the air yeah they've been saying he been re- he's supposed to be retiring for a very long time I so i guess he finally retired i wish he would go ahead and retire they've been talking about it for two three years now no they were yeah. actually talking about longer than that they've been talking about a long time like, go ahead and retire bro uh i remember I, him coming for through service. for the yeah. hbcus all the time yeah, like I, his chance his yeah. he used to do those cruises but he also mm-hmm. used to come through uh yeah, and do a tour of hbcus every year yeah, and mi- gave all kinds of money, money and raised all kinds mil- of money millions of dollars for I, schools i actually hate to see him go because he's one of those things where he's like a is he problematic all that stuff yes but we're talking about like as far as like the black community he's actually a staple um in the black community he helped out a lot of he cared about the people just um, just raising money does not mean you care about the black community 
per the wokes and oh i'm not talking yeah, about them yeah he's a capitalist and i do understand people judge people for that all the time i'm no longer judging people for capitalism I, matter of fact i'm not even doing the black capitalist segment anymore i'm done with that because it makes people feel judged for either ironically the fact that i'm mocking them always being mad that only when black people get some money mm-hmm. or the fact mm-hmm. that they feel mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. black people that get money is mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. so no more no, judging. you have gone too far sir can a lot of our show is judging and i my eyes have okay. been okay. woken up to that all right and i don't want to make that kind of show no more what if people feel bad i don't want this show either well that's you not for what? me to judge part of Karen, it's yes, part it of Karen's is. show so Karen no i'm the main host i'm the main host justin no no no, no you no. have to understand no. i have to take on the no, burden it's, it's of representing closed. all of us no. from just me because no. i'm the only one who no. matters here apparently no it's it's cold cold me that according to you according you. to you yes according, according to, to me. denise lay it's just me up here no i'm the main host no and you're you're a nice addition to what i do but as batman you have to play the robin position you know that's just it's not i didn't make these rules okay and i just want to be a non-judgmental batman i want to be a batman no, i want to see i want to be a batman that sees a robbery that goes down and says you know what you robbing this person you have a valid point and you being robbed you also have a valid point but i'm not here to judge i'm just batman Karen, let me get the hell out of here don't drop him off at the highway exit on the, <laughs> on the, on the terror lane okay the don't, police station. Don't, don't do it with, with his duffel bag don't do it okay if you, no phone and no, no money don't don't let him have his glasses or his contacts don't do it okay just just abandon them and if, you, and if karen tells to do that i wouldn't judge her if she's driving right, off you'll be mad as shit what are we talking driving, about if she's driving off and i'm on the side of the highway with my knapsack you would be mad as hell I, I would be like you know what that's a valid choice that has a lot of humanity to nope, it because i see nobody is this reasonable i see the core of her humanity too guys and, and don't let him have a duffel bag at least let him have one of the suitcase with the um four wheels on it okay and, but if she just gave me a knapsack i'm wheels. fine with that whatever she decides it's cool with me because no this is not reasonable it's a judgment-free zone i don't want her to feel judged for <laughs> just abandoning me on the side of the highway okay I, I judge me i understand if you judge me not well i i me and denise don't understand mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna be well, i'm gonna do be the first ever non-judgmental podcast host in the history of podcasting no that gives no opinions on anything mm-hmm. i'm gonna the, be the one the fuck are we listening for then because it's time for something new karen this is what denise wanted she want to show where everybody just equal and all things are okay how did, how did she nominate you the head uh host she called me the main host i don't know i didn't ask why you know that would be too much like that would be like judging her as a sexist person for choosing the man to say is the, the one that represents everybody but did she not know the history of the show i didn't i didn't want to assume she didn't because that would be like judging that she was you know not versed in the blackout tip. she's probably been listening for several hours you know then it's all caught up on everything she needs to know um yeah so taking uh joiner 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 spot will be the ricky smiley morning show no stay a little longer i thought i thought i was ready for him to leave but i think i want him to stay a little longer yeah i'm i'm, I'm going like i said and i stopped listening to radio years ago but i do think that he is like he said he's a huge staple in the black community and i think he's going to be very very missed steve harvey's talk show is making a comeback on facebook watch oh they off there or something did they go off there yes steve harvey 
Steve Harvey show been off the air. We've been Morning talking show? about this for over a now, year. I know that his, I know that his talk show, right? TV he, talk show. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you were about the radio show. I don't know if he okay. still got the radio show okay. or not, but the TV talk show, remember? That's coming back. Okay, I'm with you now. It, I'm coming, with you. My bad. Yeah, it's on coming Facebook. back. It was yeah. replaced by Kelly Clarkson's daytime show, but now it's found a new home on Facebook Watch. It's going to be called Steve on Watch, set to premiere January 6th. But- it's going into production with episodes already being filmed in Atlanta at the newly built Tyler Perry Studios. The show will join the likes of Red Table Talk as the company moves forward with its content creating initiative on the low y'all gonna fuck around and red talk gonna be where the shit is <laughs> red table talk oh, yeah red table talk facebook gonna be where the shit is that's what i mean like facebook is like hey y'all y'all like this we'll put it over I, here uh he did I, release a statement um he says uh reaching my audience anywhere and everywhere they are always that that has always been the goal facebook watch viewers are the most energetic engaged community so are my amazing fans getting all those people to directly engage on a platform like this is the perfect evolution of the show it's smart for some people they probably reactivate their facebook's just to see this mm-hmm. i don't even want to say it's smart because that's even a judgment to say it is good is also a judgment so i'm just gonna say i see the value in whatever they decide i mean if it may if it helped tyler perry make money then i guess that's a good decision on his part but i don't want to see steve harvey show like give some, yeah, somebody else new opportunity yeah, like I, he had I, his time I, let somebody else get an opportunity i don't matter if put like this i don't matter if it's something that i want to watch or not i think that he does have an audience that can't be denied i don't care if you don't like his button-up suits to your necks that's irrelevant first of all you do matter okay you do matter <laughs> i feel like that's a judgment of her saying if she matters and that that's up to her to decide well i think she does matter but you're right if you think she doesn't matter or she doesn't want to think she matters, who am i to judge i'm sorry i take that back you you can be whatever level of existence you would like to place importance upon karen and i i overstepped my bounds i just want to help you be consistent (laughs) thank thank you for that you You and denise are always looking out for me (laughs) oh you know it okay giving me the best advice to make the best podcast possible that makes people want to pay for it and stuff because i mean obviously i didn't know what i was doing and now the numbers are going to skyrocket because this right here take you to the next level this is the content that gets you uh the tom joiner morning show replacement okay mm-hmm. what i'm saying right now because mm-hmm. we all know what we loved about tom never made anyone feel judged that was that's how he got to the top mm, that's not true. howard stern the breakfast club um oprah you know just masters of non-judgment and look where it got them so hope fingers crossed y'all one day <laughs> one day no no millions of denises will be out there just rooting us on an audience sign up petitions for you to be great mostly rooting me on but y'all too y'all come <laughs> as the main host mostly me uh director of queen and slim says voters of the golden Globes refuse to watch the film uh is this lena way was she the director no she she's the writer. writer um melina matsukas uh is the uh is the uh director she um did an interview with variety and said it's extremely discouraging it's extremely infuriating and it just represents an archaic system that's full of people who don't value us <clears throat> queen of slim backed by universal Pictures, set up multiple press screenings for the hfpa to attend but most never show up 
we held three screenings with the hfpa and almost no members attended for me it's reflective of their voting body it's not reflective of the society in which we live in or the industry as it stands today they don't value the stories they represent all of us and those stories are so often disregarded and discredited as are their filmmakers dvd screeners were sent to the voting members of the hfpa to view at their own convenience but universal pictures reportedly doesn't believe that the members watched the film at all universal pictures decided it was best to cancel a previously scheduled press conference with the cast when masukas um took part in the hfpa fundraiser before finishing queen of slim's final cut she said i was warned by three different people that i may be harassed or spoken to in an inappropriate way which i was and they used use a very archaic term in the pitch and i found it quite offensive and disrespectful to me as a woman of color i wonder what the term was it must also be noted that the hfta hasn't nominated any female directors this year matsukas explained that changes can be made by changing the voting body i think there's an extremely long way to go i'm always going to be hopeful because that's who i am but i don't have a lot of faith in any institution in this country because they have always discredited and disregarded work by women and people of color the fact that five women have been have ever been nominated for directing in the lifetime of the academy is infuriating it's obviously very imbalanced until the body of work voting the body of people voting on the projects reflects our society and the people making these change these projects there will be no no change yeah well you know i definitely understand how she feels um especially in a year where no women were even nominated uh but at the same time i respect uh the golden globes and their decision to not nominate any women and to uh, not even watch the film no. because that is a choice that they made and all choices are valid if no you, no they're not your whole job is to watch movies you get paid to watch motherfucking movies your whole your paycheck is i watch movies what are we talking about here well i mean if you decide that this movie in particular doesn't interest you i'm sure there's other movies that they didn't watch this year as well you know um and they decided not to vote for i mean we are film critics ourselves and we don't watch every movie and screener we get no uh screener for um we don't go to every premiere that we're invited to so maybe they you know just decided hey i can't uh i don't have the time for this and um I, this is just one of those movies i'm gonna have to to not see and um and it's, if i didn't see it in all good consciousness how can i vote for it uh with one of my nominations so i totally understand Mm-mm, some bullshit <laughs> okay. yeah i said it well no I, i'm not judging you for saying that that's, <laughs> you feel that way that's completely fine uh, like she's just a complainer um, do better work. I don't know. What? Like, they said five women were nominated in the past, so that means that five great works of art have made it. Hers just wasn't up to standard to be watched. Now, but you didn't see it to even if, give it a chance. The fuck are we talking about? If this was a, if this was a few weeks ago, you know, or just even before <laughs> last, before Saturday, before yesterday, I probably would have pointed out that you know this film has a lot of black trauma in it and um it's typically the kind of film that a lot of black people say they don't want anymore and if a white director made the same film they'd be fucking up in arms and praying that it didn't get nominated but i don't do that anymore so now i just hope that you know everybody can get nominated if it was up to me every film that came out this year would be nominated and every film that came out would win no. because really how can you judge what is good and what's bad when it comes to a film okay 
like my movie review is about to change now they all get the same score <laughs> oh no everything oh, gets no. the same score it's all equally no. amounts of good to me and it's all Mm-mm. equal amounts of bad Mm-mm. no everything no. is the same Mm-mm. sometimes shit ain't good wow y'all really <sighs> wow well i'm not gonna judge you for that i you know what your scoff sounded like it, you were judging. It, I, I i felt myself backsliding and i took <laughs> it back i'm not gonna judge you for that go ahead guys it's, you're not gonna snap nope not gonna snap at all yeah um i think as an award judging body though they need to watch everything um because they're doing it on a higher level than what other people are doing it so, okay well yeah they have to watch everything all right well i hear you um only two days before the deadline to qualify for the democratic presidential primary debate your boy andrew yang secured his last qualifying poll to join six of his competitors in los angeles december 19th so guys there will be a candidate of color on the stage where did they do these polls at i don't know Mm -hmm. but i'm saying these polls i haven't seen one i don't know have anybody in the chat room been a part of these polls? I'm not judging them. I haven't been a part. Mm-hmm. Wherever they do the polls at, I'm not judging them. Okay, if you want to go to a bar, if you just if you went to a community center, wherever you do the polls, hey, that's between you and the people to take the poll. Congratulations, he's in, guys. He uh, received four percent of support among Democratic voters and Democratic leaning independent voters in a national poll released on Tuesday. So he will be there. So uh, you know thank god kamala harris who would have qualified dropped out right because now <laughs> we get andrew yang to represent people of color which i'm sure many of us feel represented by the things that he'll be bringing up uh and uh you know the issues and topics that he'll be discussing so mm. congratulations guys we did it we got not we. a person of color i didn't run kamala away uh cory booker will not be qualifying by the way so oh, does it mean he dropping out i just know he didn't qualify for the debate so we will mm. be it'll be mm. andrew yang i'm sure he'll be talking about black no people more quotes or, about people dipping all into the kool-aid the kool-aid that poor people drink according to the beginning of the show right um <laughs> will they know the flavor though um i don't know they'll know the flavor no, i'm not judging so. if they do will they know the crayola color uh all right let's do some fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe that makes us feel uh fuck we read articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 or you can go jacaris today's contestants everybody chat room said you've been fucking with them all day all show so far wow well i mean they can judge me i can't judge them back but if they don't like it we can just end the show right now <laughs> no what's wrong you. with you no i don't want anyone to feel bad karen so that'll just be the that'll just be the end of what we did today and um you know it should be fine we'll just be off the air and you know oh lord you going to session two right over <laughs> i mean we can go to session two if that's what y'all would prefer i mean it's really uh i don't want to be the one to make this decision by myself or make people feel bad um about the decision that i did make i want everyone to feel equally uh honored 
by the decisions that I'm making and equally part of the process because that's what's really important here guys um so I will start session two if, if that you know if you guys uh if you guys would like to keep watching this are you going to participate in the scoring of this next segment because have I ever not participated in the story because then you'll be judging I'll, I'll score I'll, I'll we'll see okay I'm gonna read the articles and we'll figure it out okay <laughs> oh lord um West Point Annapolis officials um investigating possible white power hand sign so uh there was the army navy game I believe on TV yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um oh you can't read the full story here interesting anyway uh the, they pointed to the camera was on some the, some cadets mm-hmm. and uh they did that okay signal which apparently is a white supremacist power signal or something like that okay oh when they do it upside down yeah yeah and so they were doing that signal on national tv and many people noticed and uh now there's an investigation um of course you know many people are concerned that these are military potential military officers who did that on national tv right who, wanted to convey solidarity with white power movements and stuff i mean i saw that crowd and there was a lot of whiteness in that crowd so Mm -hmm. can it just be i mean they can't have their own symbol of fellowship zero to a hundred oh a hundred okay justin zero i mean they were amongst their own people doing their thing well i give it a 50 because i can see how people would feel that they were the hell is uh, wrong with you no i can see how that people would feel that they were white supremacists and that what they did was very fucked up and triggering fucked up and i can also see how people say hey they're just having some fun out there pretending to be white supremacists or doing the upside down okay signal just to kind of get our goats and be provocative and uh you know that's a choice they made and there's nothing wrong with choices okay a word people make them all the time even me and I would be a hypocrite to say someone else's choices was bad just because I chose to make the opposite choice. That's not that's not okay. It's not what people want to hear. That's yeah. judging. A uh, new app will help parents find black Santas near them. Yay! That's dope as hell right there. So if uh, representation is important and you want your children to see a black Santa Claus, you can now use this app. This is all thanks to a Texas mom, Jihan Woods. How many states do you have to travel across to get to one, though? Well, I can't possibly answer that question. Uh, you have to get the app and look it up, Justin. So, like, you got to travel multiple states. To, like, you got to get to Georgia, like, right to Atlanta. No, they got uh, black You're going to have to go to the D.C. Uh, <laughs> where else? You might be, maybe Baltimore might get you a black center in Baltimore. Uh, this is all thanks to a Texas mom, Jihan Woods, who struggled for years to find a Santa that her children could relate to. According to CBS News, studies show that children with a positive attitude about their own racial identity do better in school and are less likely to engage in risky behavior. Aww. Woods launched a campaign to help fund her Black Santa app and was able to raise $5,000 in 30 days. Uh, I really wanted my children to see a Santa Claus that looks like them. Mm-hmm. It's important to me that they experience diversity in all aspects of their lives, Santa included, Woods said of the app's website. Uh, this app comes just a year after the Ravenel agency created an app that allows children to video chat with African American Santas. Aww, so if you can't, if you can't cross the state lines, you can Skype Santa. I mean, we had a Aww. black Santa here and they, <laughs> they, they got rid they, of his black They used to always come to, uh, Freedom Mall before it turned Why, why did they get rid of him? What happened? Uh, cause they didn't want no black Santa. 
for real i'm gonna fire you the story yeah was oh. it this year or? yeah wow for i had not heard that yeah. i mean i'm not judging them because if they don't want I a am. black man being santa uh because it might scare some white children or the white parents might not be comfortable with it who am i to tell them that they can't you know because that's that's judging them and i can't do that i'm judging the atlas centers in 35 states washington dc uh, and washington dc it can be found in the app store and google play so good luck to everybody out there zero to 100 karen oh zero i'm not fucking with it at all all right justin zero to 100 oh uh i'm gonna give it a negative can i go negative no just zero, zero. to 100 zero then i give it a 50 uh because i can see both sides of this there's no white santa app what about white kids that want to see only white santas and white parents that want to see only white santas how do they find their white santa just by the luck of the draw going to any mall or shopping place in america and 99 percent of those people being white nah i would like to see you know an app for them as well or at least i would like to feel let them feel free to go and look for that if they wanted to build that because that's what real equality is is both sides of everything being okay so i'm gonna have to give this one a 50 as well guys um orlando jones says he was fired from american gods because his character sent the wrong message what yep i watch american gods season one and two i actually like season two although i heard people some people don't like season two um i think i like season two more than season one i remember you saying that think i'm the only person like that but that's fine um i'm not judging anyone who disagrees and i'm not even judging american guys as of right now i just decided i like both seasons the same uh because liking one better is judging it and we can't have that um but what i will say is this um his story and mr nancy was very much about black rage and anger in america <laughs> and he had some very iconic speeches and stuff he also was just like acting his ass off like he could just like be several different characters in a in a single episode like he it always changes his appearance and style um he 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 really murdered that role it was amazing that's what i was hearing but uh he said he basically got fired um and it happened because he says uh the new showrunner essentially said that mr nancy was too angry what Mm -hmm. and his story was not um what you know they wanted america to get to sending the wrong message to for black america the angry get shit done attitude is is wrong and so this white man said uh no more mr nancy wow Mm-hmm. were the other black people on the show there were other black people on the show yep so just this one black person got fired because i guess that's the that's the one for being guy, an angry black man that's the angry like fuck these white people black man right oh. and it made him feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. well who we can't have white people feeling uncomfortable so zero to a hundred justin and they're america a motherfucking 100 i'm gonna go jacaris okay. on it you gonna go jacaris on it okay karen's going 100 wow mm-hmm i'm gonna go 50 because because i can see both sides i can see why people would be upset that the one angry black god that is very on a representation you don't see on tv often angry 
black people justifiably angry about the things that have happened to us in america you don't see that story in hollywood very often you don't see that much of that represented and you definitely don't see it explicitly stated the way that uh mr nancy was at the same time a lot of people said they didn't like the season two you know and if you didn't like season two well mr nancy's storyline was a big part of season two his anger and race was basically the main storyline of season two so if you think the story fell off in season two a new creator a new showrunner is going to come in and start looking at what was it about season two that didn't work and for a lot of people they were upset or white people were upset that it was so much about race and they felt that it was not really sticking to the book at all and so i can see how you know a new white showrunner would come in and say hey let's get rid of all this race shit um so i get it guys and that's why i give it a 50 because uh i feel like that's that's just non-judgmental enough it's right in the middle all right um did you see the link i put about the black sound not for you to necessarily read here but uh i have not seen it but uh i'll check it out later after the show or something um all right uh i'll I'll link it again just so you can save it appreciate you um the i guess we can do one more guys Um, get this in the 52 wow uh i might depending on the circumstances it just so happens that everything's been 50 to me today because why should we be judging really who are we to judge who am i to judge Mm -hmm. to be honest i mean i'm just a guy sometimes i make mistakes and disagree and move my own stuff and i go back later and i say why did i feel so strongly that way i i didn't realize that later i would feel opposite strongly the other way and i have to allow that type of humanity for every single story we cover about every single person karen or else i'm just being a judgmental hypocrite your lack of um, bias and judgment has failed you today i'm utterly disgusted with your performance as the lead main uh host of the show and you sound very uninformed and um unintelligent uh as the main host um, if you would like to judge me as such <laughs> that's your right i I'm, i can't tell you that that's wrong i mean that's that that's you know that's what people they didn't have a problem it's uninspiring with you. it's definitely uninspiring wow okay well i can see i can see <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Denise is very inspired by this episode. You know, this is what she wanted. (laughs) This is exactly what she wanted, Justin. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to give the people exactly what they want. (laughs) Okay? Because that's the thing that's going to make the show to the next level. This is a much better show right now than the show we have been doing for 1,200 and something episodes, according to Denise. I I guess you're going to show me. You and Denise will show me. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see the downloads for this. The feedback? oh you know how much feedback we're gonna get like yes finally thank you rod for putting your ego in check and just like you know Mm -hmm. stop judging people all the goddamn time (laughs) you're sitting up here acting like you're so much better than everybody yep oh oh i'm not homophobic you niggas homophobic why why oh oh okay i don't like racism well boohoo nobody likes racism right well some people do like racism and you know what they shouldn't be judged for it that's okay what yes they should well me and denise disagree karen but we won't judge you for disagreeing brides and grooms who got married at a former slave plantation are speaking out about criticism of the ventures wow what Mm mm-hmm 
the reality is that i'm a white female who grew up middle class and so i do have to wait the reality the reality (laughs) is that i'm a white female who grew up middle class and so i do have those white privilege goggles on one bride said and i try to always be super mindful of other people's situations but in this situation i wasn't uh for chandler willis helms getting married at boone hall plantation in 2018 was a dream come true i have always wanted a plantation wedding helms who was white told uh buzzfeed news i've always dreamed of getting married at boone hall just because of the location in the history everything about boone hall is beautiful boone hall is a thriving wedding venue hosting an average of 130 weddings a year owner willie mcray told buzzfeed news woman getting married a website detail what is that okay the plantation however plays um a role in the darkest period of american history boone hall was built on the backs of black slaves who harvested cotton and pecans and produced brick on its ground this heritage is currently documented on the plantation grounds and exhibits at nine of the original property slave cabins so you know it's well built then mm-hmm. slave labor man can't get nothing like it in not today. to judge your other accents or but you know very good job thank you thank you i appreciate it not, you know no judging right right you know i try to do my best but you know hopefully white people listening don't feel offended by the stereotypical portrayal of their voices I, maybe i should stop you know because i don't want people to get like oh he's well, you mocking, were playing a character at that right point. he's mocking my voice uh with with these uh, with these impressions uh but i don't sound like that and he's going over the top to to make it seem like it's funny that white people from the south that are racist talk that way and you know you're right i'm actually gonna stop because it's not fair to these white people no my compliment was not meant as a judge but you made me think you made me think <laughs> and you know what denise wouldn't want that because that's basically mocking those white people and we can't have that um let's I see i feel like it's more so giving an accurate de- portrayal and depiction of what they okay, sound you know like. what you and know that, what? it gives them representation where they normally wouldn't have representation maybe i'm being unfair okay i'll put it to the audience all right i'll put a poll in the audience right now let's see you can make one up okay i'll do it right now we'll just let's just get it let's just get over it okay i see the comments from the whole the the the, the whole episode uh let's see do you like the new non-judgmental rod and should i continue not judging and uh yes no and of course i'm not judging because we want to give them all the options guys yeah that's i actually won i embrace it can i vote in the poll let me see the poll when it come up i actually Uh, enjoy it because I like it's refreshing. It's the sign of leadership. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's I mean, we quality and we respond to criticism here. We it's what alpha males do. We want people to be heard. Is what I'm saying. I I respond. I want to have a podcast that just everyone enjoys. Well, equally I cast the my vote at the same time. You know, we'll we'll let the votes uh tally, of course. um So you can cast your vote too, Justin. Yeah, we'll, I'm gonna put. I'm not judging. We'll get a second for everybody to tally their votes and then we'll see what the final results are and we'll come back.
wild and those are wild and those are winning. There's too many judge people in this damn chat room. Okay, that was the pretty theme. Let's see what the Ooh, tallies are. More than once. Did you notice that? Do you like the new ju- non judgmental ride and should I continue not judging? The results so far are split 50 50 between uh, no, they do not like the new nu- judgmental ride and I should not continue judging. Uh, I should continue, I should stop continuing uh, to not judge. And then eight people said, uh, half the people said, I'm not judging. So they, they're okay either way. And of course, no one said yes. Wow. No one, so no one likes new non-judgmental ride. So y'all saying no one agrees with Denise? I feel I'm, like my not judging is not saying yes or no, but it was, if I had to choose. Y'all already know what my vote was. But, just, but they didn't say yes. But it would lean towards yes if that was my well, only option. You didn't, yes or no. yeah, but you didn't say yes. Because I had other options. Judge, I appreciate those options. But I, you know. Thank you for not having me to have this. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like people don't like the, they're not big fans of the new, who nine came in with the nine? Line. Somebody else voted again. Oh, um, you had ample time for your nose. Okay. Oh, all right. take it away. Well, um Karen, you going on your phone to vote again? <laughs> Karen went on vote and voted I again. I don't think I can vote through my phone. <laughs> I don't that's this not an option. Alright, well. Oh, one person voted yes. Well, it's over now. Okay, I'm oh, gonna take the I'm gonna take the poll results. We're getting and I'm gonna there. accept them. They said no. That that seems to be the final answer. I will take that. Um, I appreciate y'all. And uh allow, allow me to say this. Fuck Azalea Banks. That dusty motherfucker. <laughs> How about you put some lotion on your ashy ass legs and start worrying about who the fuck got HIV and don't got HIV? You can't, that's not your community. People are out here trying to save lives, man, with what they can. And you sitting up here always got something negative to say. What are you doing positive? How come I never see your name attached to some positive shit? That would be nice. You finally issued your first apology after 20,000 wrong takes? Oh, thank you. And the Hallmark card, motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> you homophobic assholes. We'll sell you a card to the gay community, but what we don't want is you looking at TV, being inspired and being normalized, and maybe not fucking killing yourself. Because now you have hope that there's something beyond just the fucking, uh, the, the, the oppression of being LGBTQ. And you know that y'all had a means of productions to muck fucking make that shit happen. Y'all have all the representative tools that y'all could be out there making movies y'all put it in the cars y'all could be throwing the commercials and y'all only happen to be uncomfortable with the pda in the commercial with the same sex couples how does that work it seemed like the heterosexual couples be kissing all the time on y'all movies and on y'all little fucking commercials y'all niggas are basically the marriage channel and y'all like but not these gay marriages oh and to this motherfucker that dropped his son off on the side of the highway how about we drop your ass off on the side of a volcano because you probably better off you did your child a favor you did all those children a favor we don't need your homophobic ass raising kids especially if you can fucking drop a, a goddamn life in the middle of of the highway because of one fucking thing you we talk about how kids are afraid to talk to their parents about coming out right. we talk about how kids are talk, afraid to talk to their parents about sex and what is this kid gonna learn other than shame 
other than to hide other than the fact that like that's the kind of child that's not going to end up learning how to use protection that's the kind of child that's not going to that's not going to end up being able to make healthy decisions in relationships because you the first relationship that a child has with a person that they're looking up to with a role model with someone that's supposed to give them the archetype for what a fucking man is is you and you decide oh no fuck this child because he had a dick on his phone and i can't have that because what does it say about me that i could raise a human being that would actually like to be uh with another human being of the same gender as them i have to kick them out on the side of the street and if before anybody try to act like nah um you know what this dude just an extreme example a lot of you motherfuckers had the same mentality i watch what the fuck people say about Dwayne wade and his child yeah. and people act like zion should be disowned like yeah. he should be fucking dressed in a burqa because it's such an affront to Dwayne wade's masculinity to have a child who happens to be gay and the fact that he loves his child is somehow an affront to you you take it as a personal fucking insult that this man loves his child stays in his child's life and has no problem with him being gay supports him goes on marches sells clothes you have a problem with that you always talking about the lgbtq agenda but the agenda seems to be one of acceptance and love and value instead of the agenda that we already have which is also an lgbtq agenda which is stay in the closet kill yourself and don't be supported so that's a fucking agenda as well but we don't want to talk about that michael sam ain't got a job because of that right but we but we cool with it when it goes the other way um i'm happy lizzo is not banned from the stable center because i was always in it for the butts that's all that matters to me i don't really care she likes to show her butt i'm cool with that rihanna had her titties out nobody talking about bands from the fucking stable centers she's a provocateur i understand y'all were provoked you don't have to be provoked you simple motherfuckers sometimes people do provocative shit and it's okay to be like uh, you know what i don't care cool she likes to show her ass rihanna like to show her titties you know what i am screen save that picture thank you i appreciate you goes into the spank bank Y'all that's all that matters yeah ban people from smoking cigarettes outside tom joiner is a class act i understand people say he's problematic blah 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 look if you do anything publicly for 25 years people gonna have a problem with it yes, the same way are. people got a problem with me being judgmental or not being judgmental or whatever the making jokes not making jokes this is what the gig is you put your shit out there in, in public for everybody and sometimes motherfuckers don't like it and you know what tom joiner has also tried to course correct he's made mistakes and then like people get mad at him because he was like we're not gonna stop playing r kelly and then uh surviving r kelly came out and he stopped playing r kelly right you know what that's what the fuck the point of surviving r kelly was for to make people who had not had been aware of the stakes of everything aware he became aware and went oops my bad i'm off of that and i'm sorry to everybody that we was on that for so long that's a class act not to mention how much money he raised for hbcu millions of dollars like not to mention how much of blackness was informed by him good on him steve harvey show i mean uh i wasn't watching his other show so i probably won't be watching facebook watch he does terrible interviews um queen and slim director uh look i think it's fucked up that they didn't watch a movie period just because it's always the black shit that gets the goddamn short strip it's always right. when they get to us it's the same reason black out tips ain't on all these fucking podcast lists white people don't fuck with us period not that there's no white people not all white people all the white people that make these fucking lists listen they want wondery they want uh serial they want that's what they think a podcast is they think you know 
this american life like they they want production they want tv and podcast one they want a, a once a week 30 minute podcast and they definitely don't want to hear us talking about how they be racist and they ain't shit and it's fucking us up and and all that they don't want to hear that shit so uh i unfortunately for y'all um the inclusion and all that shit that golden glows lies itself for that's just some shit that they do when they do it like i remember i think it was last year they had um the asian woman from um what is that what's the show that shonda Rhimes wrote queen uh not uh gray's anatomy yes they had her host and they were like and uh, all the press was oh my god she's so talented oh you know we don't give enough asian people credit and all this stuff i think it was the golden glows that she hosted correct me if i'm wrong yeah her name is sandra oh yeah it was she hosted it right mm-hmm. and they was oh they were oh they couldn't come over themselves fast enough to tell us how fucking inclusive and how tolerant and how talented and blah 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 a year later one year later these motherfuckers Ah! are already like uh ain't no women good enough to make a movie that we would nominate already like that's why you can't get high with the odds like you can't applaud these motherfuckers for doing a little bit of shit one year because they really not about that life because at the end of the day if you want to give somebody a motherfucking plaque that means your black ass or white ass in this case gotta get the fuck off the stage right you have to move out the way they're not gonna do it what's most intriguing about the queen of slim shit though is that they made the movie that white people love to see right they love to see black trauma on the screen that's the only fucking movie they nominate it's you know all the time it's like, oh this black racism is bad we learned it again y'all let's give them another oscar nomination let's give them another golden globe nomination they didn't even they got blanked on this shit and i and they didn't even want to see it you know they're not interested and maybe it's probably because the marketing was so blackity black 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 that they decided this isn't for us but nigga your job is to watch movies that's my whole thing your motherfucking job is to watch goddamn movies watch the movie and you don't have to like it why but at least watch the movie jesus it's the off. lowest bar them killing them cops was like ooh. Right. they won't know they didn't see it but you know they saw the commercials we know they saw the trailers and i'm sure they decided from and there. all the promotion was about blackness 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 this is gonna be for black people black now a lot of black people still felt betrayed by that because it's like it didn't make me feel seen and all the shit that y'all claim you know and some black people did feel seen that's mm-hmm. on them but white people that make these awards uh nominations just see the fucking movie and i know they spent money to get y'all to go see it because they were everywhere the they budget were. for promotion for this movie was ridiculous you would have thought it was fucking black panther too so you get the money don't you she lena get to the money i don't know <laughs> how but she getting to it uh andrew yang becoming the first candidate of color to qualify for the final democratic primary debates of course he is because you niggas ate everybody else up everybody else apart ate all the other black people alive this is what you wanted i hope you're celebrating right i, I don't even want to hear no well if come on we need a black woman on stage no you don't because you didn't want that black woman and you don't want the next one and you didn't want the one before her it's just what it's gonna be dog until the magical black woman comes along that y'all can all magically root for and not have any issues with who i don't know who it's gonna be it wouldn't even be michelle dog it won't mm-hmm. be michelle it won't be stacy abrams all the people mm-hmm. they pump up is they pump them up until they get ambitious enough to want the job right and then the second they want the fucking job all of a sudden every negative thing they weren't saying about you comes out that's how it is uh them oh them military people racist uh and it says a lot about how comfortable they were in military attire showing white power signs and yet at the same time we get mad at colin kaepernick because he disrespects the troops 
nigga fuck them troops if you throwing up a white power sign and somebody don't just punch you in your motherfucking side of your head it makes me feel like all y'all niggas down with that shit it's not a game and it's not fucking funny right the fact that y'all knew y'all were on national tv you knew the motherfucking racist in chief was there and that was the time that you decided it would be <laughs> hey trevor check this out white power <laughs> the fact that you decided that shit fuck you man like that's the worst fucking i honestly i hope you go to another country and get shot if you white supremacists good get rid good riddance we don't need you here that's ridiculous what the fuck like what's the message enough for vietnam bro what's the message that you're sending to the rest of the people this is your finest hour you're on tv right now you get one fucking game a year where you know you're gonna be on tv right you wanted to send that as a commercial did as a message to everybody everybody involved in that area where he fucking flashed that sign gotta go because either you cool with it or unless you snitching if you snitching you cool okay if you say listen that was trevor jones that motherfucker did it cool i'm with you 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 can stay but everybody that sat up there and thought the shit was funny all y'all could go it's like that police department they did the hitler like salute none of y'all get to be cops what the fuck <laughs> even if you thought it was funny that's horrible judgment none of and you and caught on camera and you knew you were getting taken a picture you don't get to be a cop dog you don't get to be in the military and do that shit um black sand i love it uh, zero obviously uh orlando jones getting fired from american guys uh yeah I, it's horrible if he got fired for the reasons he said uh but the other thing i'll throw out there is um i saw somebody write an article that said it's finally time to admit american god season two was a mess and i said i hate you fucking credit redacting motherfuckers so you sat up here and didn't say shit and thought it was bad for a year and now that he done got fired you coming out the closet of it was actually bad the whole time nigga you review shit if it's bad you say it's bad say don't in the moment yeah, yeah don't be trying to act like so what do i well you're lying then are you lying now like was it bad or was it not because i actually enjoyed season two and at the same time i fucking hate that he lost his job and i might not watch season three based just off of that idea of um the reason the reason they took him out not because he if they would have said you know we just let orlando jones go because he's a dick on set or because he decided to go another direction or whatever yeah yeah i would have been cool with that he couldn't help himself but tell the reason why he couldn't help himself but tell the truth right no no but if that's the reason then that's gonna reflect in the show it's impossible not to and you know unlike a lot of folks i was here for season two and the racism the season was great like i know people think it's triggering and shit but nobody i know nobody watched the show because they don't talk i remember you told me about it this is why you should watch it because this is the one thing i like about it and you was like justin i know you'll be into some shit like that yeah (laughs) like what everybody talking about with Watchmen they did that they was doing that first yeah. over there yeah season no one it up and down your fucking timeline you couldn't even go nowhere without people and i know about ain't it. none of these niggas watching they not because this season you don't barely see anybody talking about that's it. right i'm back to talking about these niggas again <laughs> none of these niggas watched it and i watched that shit and it was great okay so uh yeah i i love that shit man i love anything in america that talks about like the savagery of white people and how black people get to deservedly be angry over it it wasn't no turn the other cheek it wasn't no forgiveness nancy was like let's burn this motherfucker down i was like yes so uh yeah i think people should go back and watch season two but uh yeah if they took them out that reason for season three um then fuck it i'm not gonna be back um and for the plantation white folks i mean come on how'd you 
on one hand i understand white people don't learn about this shit they learned that plantations were happy places with singing slaves because the people that taught them about the shit were right. the people who owned the slaves so they're not gonna teach you oh we used to whip them niggers oh god i'll tell you my arm will get tired some days you just whip them so hard you know and that's not what that's what i'm not raping them <laughs> you know like they don't say that Mm-mm. you know oh you know you got a few brown cousins that you'll never meet <laughs> they're never gonna bring that shit up so these white people grow up in this insulated cocoon where the imagery of a southern plantation is a pristine fucking thing to them because everything they've learned about slavery is a lie everything they learned about the south is a lie they think it was a war of northern aggression and shit like that and they don't question a lot because they're the ones in the privilege they had a privileged position so of course they're sitting there like i thought it was cool yeah well people be like you know folks died there the fuck is this and they're they're like taking a back on it and you murdered. know what they died murdered and i don't know if y'all y'all ever seen a plantation in person yes they're fucking beautiful they are beautiful mm-hmm. and that's what the white people see oh we can get married over there and this white field of cotton or fucking by this big ass oak tree used to hang black people from and i feel like in charlotte they used to make us do a field trip to a plantation james too. k james pope. k pope yeah mm-hmm. like this listen this is what they need to do bro i would i would love to see some enterprising black artists do this go find all those fucking wedding photos and photoshop the slavery into them and that'll shut that'll shut it down right away just photoshop the slavery right on just mm -hmm, right here is where they hung black people from trees yep yep okay well let's go ahead and show some people picking that cotton in that field behind you while you're over here looking your wife gazingly in the eyes and shit let's go ahead and uh, let's add the slavery back and you can see what we see when you fucking take those stupid ass wedding photos because that's what it is it's like if i want to get married in the backyard of where oj killed them white people that's what it feel like to me like oh yeah this is where a uh, ron and cold blood spot is Mwah, i love you baby <laughs> let's just take a selfie right quick like get the fuck out of here that is murder the murder incorporated is what i'm watching take it married where the dallas police yeah. officers was murdered yeah oh, oh yeah let's just get married right here yeah all the, oh, the whole ground is literally painted in blood and you're right. like let's take a photo picture let's That's what get they, married they here. might as well be doing it they might as well oh yeah i'm just gonna roll up to 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 where uh uh that the, the, that couple that that is uh what are those people israelite couple just shot up a fucking deli mm-hmm. that's what the fuck you're doing hey here's a very horrible horrible time in america cheese fuck you um and really doesn't like i understand they think they can explain it doesn't fucking matter i don't want to hear your excuses and i know why they think they need to explain because people been asking them explain this it's a trap yes it is there's nothing you can do to explain this shit to us there's we know how white people think already we rhetorically are asking you to explain so nah fuck them too uh Tracaris for everybody and everything today that sounds more reasonable <sighs> i feel better guys did you talk you, about you, the gay you, you feel better roger i know you did talk about buddy dropping i talked about off. everything yeah buddy dropping his son off all right as the main host uh i feel relieved now okay guys all right i i know co-host karen i know co-host it's just a joke karen don't worry i was gonna hold him down when we uh <laughs> after the show <laughs> can't believe that <laughs> can't believe that motherfucker thinks somebody wanna listen to a show with no judgment <laughs> wanna listen to that shit watch the 5 o'clock news <laughs> nigga I'll be judging um alright let's uh do some guest the race guys 
now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show we go all around the world we find different articles uh with people doing crimes and shit and then we have today justin and karen guess the race of the people involved and the chat room plays along and they are all racist and very judgmental racist at that y'all should have seen the chat (laughs) um all right let's see here a red robin employee stabs a co-worker over during a dispute about washing dishes oh shit ain't that the burger place yeah this sounds like uh justin and turk's home (laughs) stabbed over dishes um a red robin employee stabbed his co-worker in a dispute about who would wash the dishes police said dale holmes 40 was arrested wednesday and charged with attempted second degree murder according to a police report a witness said holmes and the victim freddie garcia were arguing about who was going to wash the dishes when they left the kitchen and walked to an alleyway behind the red robin at the oh that's that meet me outside uh a few minutes later garcia returned to the kitchen and said holmes had stabbed him i mean i hate the victim blame but a motherfucker asked you to step outside to the alley so you're not coming back not hurt <laughs> one of you is gonna have to hurt one of the other ones that's just how that works meet me outside yeah especially with the knives i don't think like, like no i'm not gonna be just like what do you think this I'm is a, here. unless you're playing basketball ah! it's gonna be some hands thrown like <laughs> even a basketball fight if a motherfucker say they meet me in the parking lot don't go i'm just gonna tell you stay on the court stay until the the, the gym close don't leave <laughs> send some people out ahead of you to make sure you okay um holmes told police that garcia grabbed his neck and punched him prompting holmes to pull out the knife and stab him multiple times what was he holding this knife at i don't know <laughs> a knife holder or something he was washing the below, dishes below his apron sounds like buddy brought a apron to a to a knife fight yeah <laughs> uh he was being held without bond at the turner guilford knight correctional center guess the race of dale holmes i'm gonna say dale holmes was black okay Justin? i'm going hispanic dale holmes was hispanic so you mean like dale holmes <laughs> that's uh that's racist. White stab, white stabbing, yum. Uh, classic, uh, catch me outside nigga anthem, drank his Kool-Aid and after the stabbing break, fresh out of jail, black, 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 a lot of blacks here. Justin went white, uh, one other person went white. The correct answer is Karen went black, I believe. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is black. Mm. After it had been Garcia, I'd have went more Latinx or Latino. Mm-hmm. Now for the ones that said right. Those booze homes, they hurt. <laughs> They're making me with Kev said butterfly <laughs> knife Mexican. <laughs> butterfly in the knife <laughs> i can be twice as dry take a look it's, it's in, in your, your guts <laughs> i know 
a bleeding rainbow a bleeding rainbow um yep he kind of looked like this dude we played ball with on friday who who is also very angry (laughs) what i will not be stepping outside with him either i was like this brother is mad he looked like he did that shit didn't he (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh he don't regret stabbing let me tell you something about that stabbing i don't know these people but that's a stabbing that's been a long time coming. They've been fought. They've been they've the, been picking at each other. They ain't the first time Garcia done tried to get them on them dishes, dog. <laughs> Bro, you said it's your turn. I don't remember that, man. You know what? Let's step outside, Holmes. Let's step outside. It's the third time this goddamn week. I'm not doing no motherfucking dishes this time. Yeah, why? Is one of the kitchen knives missing? Don't worry. You ain't gonna have to wash that one, player. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Yeah, that is apron. Mm-hmm. I'll wash that. <laughs> he was losing the fight, though. <laughs> right that's why i guess damn but look though that's <laughs> a, like uh, don't lose i know a setup i know a setup when i hear one he he let that man hit him first so he, <laughs> so he could justify. that's a setup bro justify his act he knew he brought that knife out there with, with intent to use it oh he grabbed me by my neck i just didn't know what to do i just panicked and used the knife i had hidden i, I had to stand my ground you know what i'm saying oh man nursing home workers stole rings off her elderly elderly patient's fingers and pawned them hours later Oh, <laughs> waste not, want not. Uh, Do they remember they even had the jury? Man, putting your family, not. putting your family in a nursing home, gotta be such a bad, like horrifying decision to have to make. Because you you read these stories and it's like, damn, like even when you know you can't take care of your folks, you know you ain't gonna steal their rings and pawn them hours later. You know what I'm saying? Or at least if they get it stolen, it's by somebody that loves them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm selling my mama's wedding ring with love. Okay? To pay for this expensive ass nursing home. No, it's to pay for the crack. <laughs> dressed in, in nursing scrubs, 30 year old Jacoby Ladrell Gray oh, walked out. Walked, Jacoby? Jacoby. Oh, J A K. Okay. O V E E. Okay. Ladrell Gray walked into the Haines City Pond shop in mid November and sold a pair of gold rings explaining that she had inherited them from her grandmother <laughs> like some old people jewelry or something in reality it was the diamond from fucking the titanic yeah <laughs> in reality police say gray had that morning removed the rings from the fingers of an 88 year old patient at the winter garden nursing home where she worked hours after the theft which drew police to the facility she was at the pawn shop swapping them for cash <laughs> how much did she get that's a good question that's a real question gray my, my grandmama gave me the rings. <laughs> gray 30 was booked into the orange county jail on wednesday she faces felony charges of grand theft and exploitation of the elderly she thinks, yeah, could you, grand have theft? you know that wasn't her first time oh no, that's just like the first person that remembers she you know she was back at the nursing home like bitch i thought you had dementia oh <laughs> how you remember you had some rings uh-huh. They family showed up like where my grandma where my mama Jerry this, at? She she hit the one where that family come like every week or right. every other day. Somebody was like, Grandma, where your rings what, at? What big mama rings? Yep. You, you know, know somebody asked. Cause you know uh Aunt Shirley was planning on uh getting the motherfucking rings. She was gonna inherit them. She ain't had no jewelry. Now you see right here on the fingers was mm-hmm. is ten there was up yeah, on right children. First, first of all, that's where her rings was That at, ring okay. been in our family for generations and uh I know she had the ring because I was planning on getting it when she died. <laughs> right so they uh, wouldn't let me have them before we brought her ass right <laughs> i would i was planning on stealing them today and so now what 
gray 30 was booked into orange county jail on wednesday she faced felony charges of grand theft and exploitation of the elderly the investigation began around 10 a.m november 17 when the victim emerged from her room at quality health care on west colonial drive yelling that someone had stolen her rings according to an affidavit the woman explained the theft had happened after breakfast she said a nursing assistant came into her room to take her food tray and offered to clean her rings the patient said the worker then slid the rings off her fingers and left soon the patient began to worry she said so she prayed about it and alerted the staff <laughs> she prayed about it first though did she like mm-hmm. lord don't make me have to put hands on this nurse if she come back in here because i this is my third nursing home and i don't want to have to kill this bitch okay i'm, I'm scared of 88 year old prayers because you know they so close to jesus them them might work <laughs> boy them them might you fuck around and take you out right lord jesus strike this nigga down <laughs> motherfucker stole my shit lord <laughs> drop, drop, drop dead in there i knew when i snuck this switchblade in there i was gonna have to use it <laughs> now wheel me over there to my closet baby i got something now i need to get lord please let me strike true to the artery when i swing on this motherfucker's neck uh as the patient was describing the person who took the jury to a supervisor great entered the hallway the victim immediately st- stated that Jacoby uh, was the one who took her rings. Oh, that's just bad timing. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember exactly. She, she was looking. Like, oh, that's her. That's her. <laughs> she stole my rings. Police said once the officers arrived, Gray, uh, Gray in an interview confirmed she picked up the breakfast tray, but denied taking the rings. She gave the officers permission to search her. They found nothing but the cash but two <laughs> days later officers searched a pawn database and found that gray upon a pair of rings at the shop in Haines city right because you have to use your real name for the pawn shops you supposed to get somebody else to pawn them for you that everybody knows that move <laughs> she want to show she want to share a little 30 dollars she got right from the pawn shop yeah like go somewhere else and pawn them and they went up them like them the rings you could have waited and she must need that money fast uh the same day the patient's ring was stolen the transaction happened just one and a half hours after police left the nursing home the pawn shop is roughly a one hour and ten minute drive from quality healthcare oh so so the police so she did have the rings just not on her when they searched her and then after the police left she immediately made a beeline for the motherfucking (laughs) pawn shop she thought an hour away was good enough that ain't far enough baby you know now you know Oh, Rod wouldn't have judged this woman. But this is some trifling shit. The shop's owner said she he remembered Gray, who had showed her license and given a fingerprint during the transaction. Yeah, because you <laughs> have to. Yeah, yeah, that's the standard for the pawn shop now. They're like, you pawn it, I'm on all your information. Uh, surveillance video also showed Gray entering the store, account, approaching the counter, signing the contract, receiving the money, and then leaving. <laughs> she look at the camera and say it was definitely me and then she walked out yep. did she wink at it the yep. victim's son confirmed the rings were his mother's given to her by his late father while the family lived in cuba one was a gold wedding band the other was a gold band with a gemstone attached the son cried after seeing photos of the ring gray was being held at fifteen thousand dollars bail we know she ain't got it mm-hmm. <laughs> she ain't got shit to pawn she ain't oh, got you it cried. oh you cried well why don't you get your mama out of that home cry about that all right, y'all. Guess the race of Jacoby Ladrell Gray. Black. Uh, <laughs> black it is black, black, black. 
all right she's black y'all you might have to scroll black, up y'all. check the chat room see what you guys believe uh, okay i have to scroll up you said mm-hmm. Ooh, marlene all right who <laughs> says if they don't remember it's a technically stealing black crackhead tendencies black she had too much ass for them nursing scrubs black when did nursing scrubs get so sexy i don't remember this as a kid but nursing scrubs you like these kind of like be holding the ass in here what's going on with these it's like the new yoga pants you just see a yeah, nurse out, see a nurse, nurse out shopping you're like what is going on that new material yeah chitin got better and thinner that did the dough uh anyway uh back of forest whitaker's neck grand theft that's a value over 500 dollars black black air force behavior uh uh orange county reparations <laughs> Oh, whatever that oh. ring came from finger hut in 1981 ain't no heirloom uh wow wow tps is so evil man. that's why that's really who the non-judgment was killing the most in the chat she like, i came here for the judgment um let's see uh your mama's on crack rock black jacoby latrell black 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 need money for new weave and brown hair get blizzak um uh the correct answer is and i mean you guys all went with the same thing on this one mm-hmm. uh so that means you guys all got the same result he was black <laughs> and if i say so myself i think she's kind of cute sad that she had to go down this path hate to see it yep Mm-hmm. maybe it's because uh she got the hair color like karen i don't know <laughs> i know i was looking at that <laughs> but i thought she was kind of cute sad to see sad to see her sister go down like that <laughs> robbing, hands to herself. robbing the old folks <laughs> making a dash choose better victims yeah you gotta yeah, at least wait till they dead you know close to it at least all right um, she got a fight, fighter on her hands. That woman gonna live ten more years. That woman was new to the uh, nurse hall. Yo, was like, my memory ain't gone yet, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if she was like, "You really gonna send a black woman to jail over some rings?" Sure am. I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. Uh, all right, let's go to <laughs> let's go to the bonus round, guys. double the points and the race double the points and the race Ooh, yeah double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two and justin is one and one but can he catch up in the bonus round let's find out guys a northern kentucky man kidnaps his mom at gunpoint to get cash and heroin white a hebron man is jailed on accusations he took his mother at gunpoint on a heroin run to from northern kentucky to ohio crossing them state lines i see federal charges michael v pritchard 21 was in the boone county jail monday night on a hundred thousand dollars bond after boone county sheriff's deputies talked him out of his apartment following what they said was an armed robbery deputies say pritchard's mother took him to a methadone clinic earlier in the day but he was turned away for not having proper paperwork. She took him home to get it, but instead of returning to the car with his paperwork, he came out with a gun. Holy shit. The mom, Elizabeth A. Roman. Y'all couldn't have took him and we come back to paperwork later? 
the mom elizabeth a roman 39 later told deputies that her son threatened to shoot her and put her in the trunk of her car if she didn't comply with his demands he had her withdraw twenty dollars from her bank account (laughs) small dreams small dreams came you got just enough just enough for that heroin and drive him to a location in ohio to buy heroin the woman returned him back to his apartment and left unharmed physically according to deputies she then called a family member who in turn called 911 uh lieutenant philip ridgel uh spokesman for the boone county sheriff's office said in a news release that pritchard initially denied being in his home when deputies contacted him by phone he said it took several hours of negotiations before pritchard surrendered on tuesday Rigel said that the deputies were able to get him out of the apartment by 3:45 p.m monday which was more than three hours after they arrived there pritchard faces charges of first degree robbery kidnapping first degree woman in wanton endangerment and third degree terroristic threatening he has a previous conviction in 2018 of having a controlled substance heroin who that h get you boy don't play oh, that white girl uh all right justin guess the race white care white okay we're both white so let's check the chat room boone county kentucky white yeah white boone anywhere is white white should have dropped him off at the police station when he was young white <laughs> fuck you mom white <laughs> he was given all the chances white white cuz black mama would call his brothers and uncles to come whoop his ass half baked white sympathetic drug addict uh white as chalk on the on the dope white 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 everyone went white on this one and everyone got it incorrect he's black what 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 and they negotiated with him for three hours we don't believe you and that's why you shouldn't judge guys this is what denise was warning us <laughs> no no judging care. you judge wrong no boon anywhere maybe i should go right. back to just not judging no we don't honestly, want you to go back don't want you to go back i'm i uh, know no don't go no no backtrack okay was well, it showing this picture yet he was framed um <gasps> wow they beat the hell out of him you know he got beat up because them police was like yo mama boy you crazy punch 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 flash um but yeah man he he, he, i like how casual his picture is like he didn't get beat up or nothing he he looked biracial well okay that still means black you light-skinned person over there i nah. think you should i think you should might want to calm it down nah, a little bit he look biracial no nope. you can't kick people out of black uh, uh, nah, no it's no, the white side of him no. coming out of him i'm it judging was, you that white side was coming I'm out just, of him okay <laughs> but all of us got some was, white in us it was coming out of him all okay? of us got some white in us. his was coming out though some some or others <laughs> i feel out. like your whiteness is jumping out trying <laughs> to kick him out he was coming out i feel like a lot of whiteness is coming out coming off of you right now and you can take it all you want black people can't black people can't can't do heroin nope. and kidnap their nope. moms nope wow nope not for twenty dollars i i mean and go across yeah, state lines no, no dreams. right there is on the line listen mm-hmm. he would have sold the tv if he was black okay hey i'm just saying he probably did sell the tv that's i mean he took the next he, step he the pawn them rings that woman stole off that old lady come on you can do me this one solid what would you rather i go out and rob some elderly person steal either way i'm gonna get high (laughs) i really hate having to resort to knocking elderly people in the head for their money but i'll do it i'll do it you know i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it you know i'll do it i like getting high i'm a crackhead 
Um, all right, let's get into our last segment, guys. So we're ratcheting this time, guys. Oh wait, what's happening? I don't know. Want to go back over some reviews? I hit the button too many times. Um, a Taco Bell worker swung machete at drive-through customer. A Taco Ooh. Bell worker in Texas allegedly had a customer running for his safety. Wanted that shredded lettuce uh, instead of the border. After threatening him with an 18-inch machete in a drive-through lane. No wonder why the uh, people at uh, McDonald's are protesting. They were saying that they want their like drive-through shit to be uh, more protected. They were like, "Hey, these motherfuckers is crazy." Okay, I don't think you understood the story at all. Kim. Oh, I missed the story. <laughs> uh, the worker, a Taco Bell worker in Texas. Oh, my bad. Attacked a customer. Oh, so it's the other way around. My yeah. bad. Because yeah. it's normally the customer attacking them. My bad. Yeah. Samuel Batiste Hemet, 21. They had enough. They was like, one more person asked for another goddamn Taco Bell Supreme. I'm gonna fucking lose it. Oh, I got your extra spicy. I got your extra spicy. I got the spiciest sauce for your ass. Okay, here's a machete supreme. <laughs> it's a new menu item going straight up your ass. Okay. Not only our food comes straight out your ass, this food comes straight up your ass. Okay. <laughs> Say something else. Uh, he's, uh, Samuel Batiste Hemet, guess the race, black, is facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after a man told Austin Cox he swung the weapon at his truck as he ordered food. Can you not hear the male customer replied to Hemet after he asked the man what he wanted to order several times? Why don't you pull up and I will show you what I have for you, Hemet told. <laughs> now see, now see. Once again, once again. You need to, you know, go ahead and put that to drive through and be like, I won't, I order some else to eat today. Once again context clues this is very much in line with do you know who you talking to yes (laughs) pull why don't you pull up and i will show you what i have for you do you think he's gonna have a nacho bell grande (laughs) (laughs) that's normally not the uh can you repeat the order is that what you ordered all right pull around that's that you didn't have a have a nice day you're not about to put some of those empanada, extra empanadas in your bag no right. leave the drive through and go on to mcdonald's what he's gonna have for you is that smoke that's the only thing he's gonna have for you yeah like somebody said what up did he hide the machete me outside. how about that he felt disrespected by your can you not hear and said okay i can hear enough of disrespect in your voice Hemet was waiting for the customer at the cashier window while holding a black machete and spewing expletives. Uh, the confrontation kept escalating until Hemet swung at the customer's truck twice, striking his driver's side mirror. Hemet then stashed away the machete in the dumpster after the man drove off. Surveillance footage shows. Not a very smart criminal. Mm. Uh, Hemet later admitted to investigators he brandished the machete and swung it at the man's truck. The weapon was found inside a large trash bin. Hemet had grabbed the machete from a break room just prior to attack. Now, this is how you know this. Why? What's in the break room? This Taco Bell is in the hood. 
okay they've had to run people out of that bitch you know you in the hood okay when yo taco bell keep a machete a general use machete in the break room come on like it's not his machete it's the it's the the work machete like oh these motherfuckers acting up man i'm gonna have to go get the work machete <laughs> is, that, is that is that bobbing here again oh get crap grab it. yeah he gonna be on some bullshit one more we get robbed one more time i swear to god it's right Somebody there. said night shift yes they try to get fucked with yeah it's right there next to the broom mm-hmm. <laughs> they there till 5 a.m yes hey what's this machete for oh don't worry about that player just go ahead and uh, get the broom and uh go ahead take care of them bathrooms for me uh him had grabbed the machete <laughs> from the break room he remained jail monday at the travis county correctional complex on fifteen thousand dollars bond it's unclear if he's hiring he hasn't hired an attorney what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) it's unclear if he's hired an attorney uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna say it's clear he has not hired an attorney okay uh all right y'all that's it for this episode it's a very long episode uh filled with lots of ups and downs guys but i'm glad we all came to a consensus that the people do like judging judgment a rod i do too uh not a single yes vote i'm kind of disappointed I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed um two sides well mm-hmm. uh hopefully that was half of denise's favorite episode both you know both sides uh hopefully only 50 percent. hopefully denise uh because if she says she didn't like this i feel like she's judging and that makes her a hypocrite and unlike the rest of you pick me niggas i've never been one of those <laughs> all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.